Last week on the War for the Crown, we were settling in after our really kind of disgusting and unsettling adventure to the Sanguine Brothers Slaughterhouse. It was, it was an always just not a good time. Especially not a good time for Nell, who probably still has weird mixed feelings about, you know, being dead and coming back. I'm not entirely sure, canonically, in Galarian, how that affects you. Or how much you'd even remember. Or if it'd even really be distinguishable to you from just being knocked unconscious and healed back or waking up. I don't know. That's on you. You're the one who died. I didn't see these things. But it turns out, crawling through a blood and gore filled slaughterhouse that is populated almost exclusively by maggots and what appear to be the personification of diseases can give you diseases. So we had some additional problems that had to be dealt with. Kahina, specifically, really got the worst end of that one. But, for all of our suffering, for all of our trials, you were successful. You did end the Paraka threat. You did end the plague of nightmares that uh, Yanmas had been suffering from for... I mean, any amount of time is too long, really. That's just exceptionally awful. But for weeks on end. And for that, you were rewarded. You were recognized, not just by the Mercantile Council that you'd met when you first arrived in Yanmas, those who were running the city, because the Baron himself had been incapacitated by these nightmares. But with them stopped, he was feeling well enough to at least make a brief appearance, present the five of you with some signet rings. Which are not just symbols. Also, pretty powerful magical rings that I'm sure everyone's pretty happy to have. Rings of Protection Plus Two are always a good time. And all things look like it was just going to be a calm day of winding down in the aftermath of an adventure. Went shopping, you bought some stuff, bought a whole bunch of cool necklaces for everybody. We got like team bands that also give you plus one natural armor. Got to hang out at the Mysterium. The Mysterium, also pretty cool. But later that Meet evening... Meet the world's ugliest fangirl. <laughs> and then I forgot about Hundriga. Oh, no. I almost... I totally forgot about Hundriga. She was so ugly that as a self-defense mechanism, my brain wipes the memory out from last week's session. Right! Baylor as a fan! The world's ugliest dwarf. What's the words that the book... The actual book Startlingly. uses the describer startlingly unattractive. Paizo's own words to describe Hadriga <laughs> the dwarf. But is it unattractive by like regular standards or unattractive by dwarf standards? Like I mean, she doesn't have a beard. Like, but it's I, it's I, startlingly. I feel like that's got to be all standards. Because to me, I read that and that looks to me like you notice her and you literally double take. Like, what? There, there, there is some universal <laughs> in there. Yeah, it's pretty general. Startlingly unattractive. Hoshbog would have given that a double take. <laughs> she couldn't necessarily beat Hoshbog in a beauty contest. <laughs> Hoshbog is a, uh, a creature. What was that thing called? Baylor Encyclopedia. An Otug. From Strange Aeons, they are kind of just a disgusting pile of teeth, flesh, and tentacles. There's actually been one in this campaign, too. There was one out by the uh, pump house near Stockies. But anyway, she likes Baylor a lot. 
Baylor's got a fan. Baylor's got a friend. His renown has spread far enough that his reputation now starts to precede him. Then Kahina embarrassed me in front of her. Dead. Kahina embarrasses you in front of everyone, though. Is that like a notable story point, or is that just like, we interacted with an NPC. Kahina didn't like them. Next NPC. (laughs) (laughs) It was was less on purpose this time than ever before. That's true. This has been the one time it wasn't so much that Kahina just didn't like them. Because everyone else is like Tachar or Count Bartleby Lothied or Goose She even invited them back to meet the Domovoy. She she was like, oh, Shellen thinks you're beautiful in your own way. It'll be okay. Shellen's wrong, but that's okay. (laughs) Abstract art is still art. Exactly. It's just not very good. We have been on the subject of the ugly dwarf for far too long in this recap. Suffice to say, there is a very ugly dwarf. (laughs) And... She is a huge fan of Baylor's. They hung out at a bar, got some drinks. It was a good time. But afterwards, they went home for the evening to continue resting after a cleric had healed up the uh, diseases and just really... Uh, it was uh, the bubonic plague, actually, that Kahina was suffering from, so pretty good thing you guys got that one dispelled with haste. That was... Uh, there's, like, the cold, there's blue, and there's literally black death. So you probably don't want that one. Well, we left the bar, me and our new dwarven friend, who, the interesting part, is in fact the alchemist for the Twilight's children, the cult in town. You have a cult friend. That's better than a regular ugly friend. That's a cult ugly friend. That's an ugly friend with benefits. <laughs> oh, God. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, I am, but it's still <laughs> funny. Uh, you went home, went to settle in, got a knock on the door. Because you can never just get away. It can never just be an easy day. Not in protagonistopia. No. Lieutenant Tachar showed up. The merce- the leader of the mercenary band that Earl Mercondis, basically the opposite side of you here in Yadmus, the other political party's emissary, who is here trying to make a good impression on this incredibly wealth- wealthy neutral city, trying to swing it to his side for Maxilar Pytherius, rather than for your princess Eutropia, his mercenary man showed up. And said Mercandus wanted to meet. So told Dara not to come to school. <laughs> told Dara <laughs> he didn't need to attend. He wanted to speak with the ones who were making the decisions, and that clearly wasn't him. Dara ignored this advice and followed along. And the party was ambushed by the entirety of the Cozen Bravos. Which, fortunately, we just fought through a slaughterhouse full of like pretty powerful div and murder maggots and just entire swarms of wasps and just all sorts of horrible things. These mercenaries are not that much of a threat to you. You have fought significantly worse things than this, but you didn't really want to kill them. And I mean, I'll yourself. give... Well, some of us didn't want to kill <laughs> Some them. of us didn't want to kill them. Some of us are just some here to take care of the party has a moral compass. Some. All right, up in the air on the, the this amount of lethality we decided to apply. Because, I mean, I'll give it a good 50-50. Two of them died. Three the of bard them didn't, which was sad. lived, and one of them escaped. Uh, they're bard, yes. Not they're bard, long. who Kahina is a huge fan of. A huge fan of her work. Embla Hyten, Mercandus's apprentice, turned invisible and just ran off like the bitch she is. 
PG-13. I can say that, right? That's in PG-13. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Pretty, I'm pretty that sure that's in PG-13. That one's on the acceptable list. I'm, I thought, whatever. I'm going to start I, using it now. Just <laughs> throwing that yeah. out there. <laughs> Show me the I license. Mean, there's actually only two words that are Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's go. PG-13. We can, we can do that. But Lieutenant Tachar himself and the dwarf who he seemed to be good friends with both survived, as well as one of the other mercenaries that you aren't very familiar with. Stole a random wagon from some nameless peasant's home that was on fire probably, anyway. So, I mean, who really cares yeah, about I that? I the fire out before then. Yeah. Burned his house down like and then the they stole his wagon. We yeah, only this, burned the roof. We should probably leave some money, honestly. Yeah, fight, I, I, I planned on it. This okay. fight was interesting, not because it was a terribly difficult battle. But because I feel like more than anything else that has happened so far in the War for the Crown, we have kind of seen a little more how members of the party might think dealing with things is easier or more acceptable from Baylor murdering someone who definitely surrendered and setting a random peasant's house on fire to the rest of the party not doing that. It's a... It's been an interesting moment of discovery. But we left off last week immediately after that. This is the actual aftermath of that fight as Techar loaded up his unconscious friend and uh, him and Holgra's weapons into the wagon that they're just stealing from these peasants. They're just like, we're going to take this and leave. And just left. And none of you made any move to stop them. You you all let them go. I mean, Baylor has already made his move to stop who he cared to stop. That's happened. She's dead. Uh, but he left. He just left the bodies of the pair that you killed behind. Didn't even well, I bother. He was loading to... them up in the cart. Uh, yeah, I think you said he loaded them up. He put the bodies. Did I say he put the bodies in there? I okay. thought that's yeah. why he got the cart. Yeah. He got the cart to put his unconscious friend in because he didn't want to carry his like unconscious oh, okay. friend in a breastplate. But I guess if that's what I said, then yeah, he would have picked up the bodies as well. But he would not have bothered to uh, collect any of their things or anything, even for the purposes of selling for himself. So he's just left uh, the... Uh, it was the halberd one that you killed, I believe. Her... And the dragon no. girl? No, 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 the, no the flail one. Out. The halberd one got knocked out. The flail one. The flail-wielding mercenary and the wizard were the two that got killed. Um, and he took their bodies, but just left whatever they would have dropped on the ground, put them in the wagon, put the unconscious halberd one in the wagon, left her halberd on the ground, doesn't even care. And is not wasting any time on just getting out of the area. He's not interested in any more talking or hanging around. He's going Wait, to leave. Does that mean that there was a wizard's book in the Sirocco? Thor, sir. Uh, she was a sorcerer. Yeah, she didn't have okay. a. Okay. Because I was gonna book. say, there's no longer a book. No, oh, she didn't. No. She didn't possess a spell book. She was actually yeah. a sorcerer, oh, okay. so it doesn't matter. She just blood. <laughs> I was about to she get was, real she angry. She was just born with the gift. <laughs> so we're literally right there, in the wash near the canal, downtown Yonmist, with the what was it mildly smoldering, and now a flash froze inside of some random mooks building who also just got his wagon stolen. These guys are the true losers in this encounter. I mean, two of these people may be dead, but these people got their house kind of half burnt down and then flash frozen by dragon's breath and their wagon stolen. I mean, these guys I mean, are just the grand having a bad things, time. We are going to at least give them some gold. Yeah, you did mention you were going to leave some, uh, some money. But again, 
Dara had pulled Baylor aside, briefly discussed how he felt about some decisions that have been made, but we are literally right there, party. So, what do you do? And we also got the information to go to Hedge Hill. Right, he did tell you to look at Hedge Hill. And dot dot dot. That's yep. That's about what Tejar told you. He so, wasn't interested in really hanging around much longer. He, for it's weird, but it, I get the feeling he doesn't like you guys very much. Oh, that's his fault. <laughs> We're a very likable party. He he made I'm, the willing and conscious decision to not like us. I'm 21 charisma. I'm totally <laughs> likable. That doesn't Everyone mean like that's not 21 likable. Charisma is how attractive. Charismatic. Pretty sure. See, you're likable when you want to be likable. Mm -hmm. It's which he very much did not to take charge of his friends at no, all. No, not tonight. No. So you mentioned wanting to leave some gold. What's, I'm going uh, to toss an appraise at the damage. Well. Uh, all right, yeah, go ahead and roll me an appraise check, and we'll... Because you're looking at this house here. Uh, the 14... I mean... I don't think peasants' real estate is really your area of expertise, nobleborn. So it's... Stop rolling eights. Roll, you both rolled eights on those d20s. Yeah, with the 19, uh, Baylor, uh, I mean, you're not going to be, like, horribly off the mark. These homes are not terribly expensive to build. Like the entire building probably only cost a, a handful of platinum to put up, maybe a, like a couple hundred gold at worst. And repairing it, kind of the upside of dingus thatched roofs and just wooden siding is it's not very difficult to rip out and just replace. Uh, it wouldn't cost them more than 20, 30 gold to repair the house and- And a cart. And, uh, yeah, and then the cost of a wagon, which... Wagon's 50 gold, I think. Yeah, wagon, wow, 15. I was like, that's a really 15. expensive wagon. I yeah. Gold <laughs> 15 gold is what a wagon costs. That's so let's... Yeah, I was like, it's because you have protagonist mindset. Not everyone just <laughs> finds thousands of gold everywhere they go. Well, you are exorbitantly wealthy compared to... Well, in Yonimus, you're probably even in the upper echelons of wealth. Uh, and compared to your average person here in what is the poorest area of Yonmas by far, living down near the canal in these kind of run-down houses, that wagon was probably 15 gold, and the house is probably going to be, let's just say, 25 to repair. So, I mean, 40 gold would certainly cover all of the damage. <clears throat> Leave them a little more than that, and a note that says... platinum. All right, well, so you want to leave five of the, your own platinum? Party platinum? I mean, one from each of us. Mm -hmm. Five out of the party platinum is what that sounds like. Works for me. Yep. Either so way. So you leave down five platinum pieces. What, are you going to go in there and, like, put it on the nightstand or just in the doorway? or What's, what's your plan? If you walk in, the building is, is relatively small. It's only three rooms. Uh, an entry room, a little back kitchen area, and an attached just, I wouldn't even call it a bedroom so much as, like, a closet with a mattress in it. I mean, it's, you could, like, put it under their pillow or something. I've, I've, I've got like paper and writing supplies, too. Yeah, we can just what write them a note. Hey, sorry I burned your house. <laughs> the party. We were attacked in the street. Wasn't our fault, but still there was collateral damage. Sorry about the mess. More that's or less. Fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's fair. You're betting on poor people in 
Galarian being able to read, but I mean, it's Yanmis, so it's better odds than in Marat. <laughs> this is a real city with mostly real people. So, you write up a them. quick note, pull out five platinum, leave it somewhere hidden enough in their house that no one's going to just like walk by and see five platinum coins sitting on the threshold of their home and just pick it up and leave. Like, like, like leave it with the note more visible and the money not just in the open, but... Somewhere they'll find it. Yeah. The stuff was left. If they don't receive the stuff, we still did the thing. We don't have to feel bad. <laughs> yep, this absolves you of all moral guilt from yep. setting their house on fire and like two chairs steal and their And killing wagon. people. Cool. <laughs> I'm down. Absolved. Your sins have been cleansed. That's <laughs> how it works at the church, right? steal the cart, yeah. and we're still paying for that. That's yeah. true. That's true. You didn't steal the cart. That's fair. Well, well, when As everybody's, you, uh, uh, when we start walking out and everybody's walking out, Nori's going to stay behind and put another five platinum in there of her own money. So you go and leave another five. Feeling understandably bad for this situation. And then head out to catch back up to the party. Uh, the only thing that looks really meaningful, that the only thing really that will be left on the ground from this encounter is just the splash of a tar from the blasted Darius Tanglefoot bag across the ground in the side of a different house and the one guy's flail just laying on the side of the road but otherwise it's well and the frozen slightly What's burned house. the flail? Uh if you let me actually double check real quick I believe it is magical but it may just be masterwork I did look this up but then I forgot <laughs> Uh, it is in fact just masterwork. It's not ma it's not non-magical. I mean, that's a small refund towards it. helping some people. That's some money. But you go pick up the flail, ready yourselves to leave, when you hear the pounding of approaching footsteps. Oh. Here they come! And here in fact does come the Firewatch. One member of the Firewatch wearing their very, again, visible bright red jackets and their almost bucket-shaped helmet on his head. Around the corner comes a member of the Firewatch you recognize that you seem to just keep running into constantly. Your buddy Oswald. From the, uh, from such hits as attempting to hide the enumerator and still attempting to hide the enumerator, Oswald's on duty tonight. And he runs down, assumedly having probably been told by the people who lived in the recently burned house, or at least someone, that there was a fairly drawn-out fight happening here. That was actually a pretty long battle. Like, that's that's one of the longer fights we've had in-game. In it was almost a... I think it was only long because of how many people were in it. Because the fight itself didn't last longer than, like, what, six rounds? Yeah, yeah but six or seven rounds is a pretty long fight in Pathfinder. It's usually that's wrapped still up a long in, fight. Yeah, that's a decently long battle. They, it usually wraps up in two to three that was a that was, that was a brawl and he arrives to see the five of you who he recognizes the burnt frozen house and just bl uh, blood across the ground i um you lot we got reports of a, a fight that broke up here in the wash did you and he kind of looks at you and Processing that you all, a lot of you are quite injured. Everyone but Baylor actually was at least damaged in that fight. Well, your boots at this point, you'd be fine, right? From, from foot planting. So at this point, now would be a fault. So everybody else, but you still would see where you've been hit. And he looks around confused. What? 
Again! That wasn't our fault this time. We apologize, Oswald. What? Our... What happened? We were attacked. If you he go that way, you'll be able confused. to catch them. They're pulling the wagon away with the rest of their... The Cozen Bravos. Where Condis decided he doesn't like the fact that we solved everybody's nightmares. He sent his mercenaries just... to our doorstep. They invited us out because they said they wanted to talk. And wait, they jumped us. Wait. The, the Cozen Bravos are the one... The Earl from up north brought in to... Right. To help the city. Uh-huh. His idea of help is getting rid of us. So he can take the glory. Long story short, they will no longer be operating in the city. Um... He looks it's... like he's, he's he's unsure of how he's supposed to be proceeding. Like he's, he's debating internally what his we answer have... should be here. We have left some money to pay for the damages to these fine people who he we did not mean to house. startle. I... Um, even... And like I said, if you wish to catch up with Lieutenant Tachar, he's pulling a wagon down the street. I don't know who that is, but... This is the third mess I've found you lot the center of. And Earl Morcondes is a very respected man. Here to protect the city. You're under arrest, all of you. Oh, come on, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's and you, cute. And I'm just gonna start playing with my signet ring from the Baron. He looks really. Down. Well, we, I mean, you should be, I reckon. But if you insist, we will come with you, because we do follow the law. And he's he's but... he's very. On the fence, he's unsure who has more slave between the group of people literally bearing the Baron's signet rings and Earl Mercandus. I... Uh, Oswald. He just looks at you. Like the a puppy. The city wishes to remain neutral in the current politics, yes? Uh, I'm just a guard. This <laughs> was my a very yes. politically oriented attack. It has been dealt with. It would be better for the city if a big deal wasn't made out of it. It'd be better for the city if these deals stopped happening. And if you stopped being in the middle of all of them. Every time I've been called to, to something, an attack on the church, a fight in the streets Which we by saved the wash. The enumerator. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. And you then we stopped the nightmares. But why are you fighting Mercandus's men? We didn't. They fought us. They so did what we had to do. And we even spared their lives and let them be on their way. Look, I gotta... I gotta take this to Chief Osfer. This is... This is so far above me, I can't even see the bottom of it. But... We can speak to the Chief if you wish. I don't know if that's better or worse. Oh, I mean, if he wants a first-hand account, we're welcome. What are you, uh, he is welcome to come and ask us. What are you diplomacy? Uh, we'll, we'll be happy to speak to your 
uh, to your chief, Oswald. But as you can see, many of us are actually injured and it would benefit us to be able to rest a while to heal our injuries. Um, I can provide you with where we were stay we are staying and you are free to come and we will give the entirety of our account. I'll Yeah, right. Right. I gestures to Inori. I, I can I can see that. You You lot are free to go. I I'll tell the chief and see what she decides to do from there, I suppose, but this is a right mess. Can you stop? Can you not stop doing this? <laughs> At least if do it we off of my shift. If someone's going to attack us in the streets, we will defend ourselves to the point at which we are no longer threatened as we are allowed to do so. That being said, we will try not to. Just go home, please. Have a good night, Oswald. And he uh, pulls out a little uh, pad of paper and starts looking around and just writing down some brief notes while he looks like he is trying to stave off a fairly serious headache at this point named U5. I feel like we owe him a fruit basket when we leave the city. <laughs> I like Nell owes him a stiff drink or six. Mm-hmm. So what's the plan? A fruit basket and, and of liquor and food just left on the Firewatch's front door as we head back out. They're like, we're sorry. sorry. We saved so everybody. Sorry for the mess. Love the party. So, where you got? What's the plan? Are we heading home? Yeah, Hila. It is. It go. is late. It is after sundown at this point. The ecology out fairly late at night to, to ambush you. So you guys head home. That's enough day for one day. <laughs> Had to beat up Dara's friends and kill a couple of them. It it happens sometimes. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but you head home. And I'm going to take the liberty of assuming head back to sleep. Well, to sleep, rather. To rest up and, well, pass the boots around, maybe. Yeah. Get everyone's, uh, get everyone's HP topped off from the, the boots of fast healing one. <laughs> Everyone takes a turn all in the living room while you're talking about, wow, that was weird. It takes you a few Everyone minutes to Everyone has to strike uh, heroic poses, stamp your feet in <laughs> pose. You do have to plant your feet. So you have to take them, I imagine, like stomp down and center yourself. Can I just and lean just, against the wall with mine? As my yeah, as long pose. as you stamp down, you can do that. So Gina, do a little tap dance and then plant, <laughs> plant my feet. Show me I have it. profession dance. Can't not bard. You can't take the bard out of the bard. And after that, healed up, you all go to sleep unmolested for a night to awaken the next morning with uh, one more point of with whatever stat damage if anybody still has any lingering stat damage from Sanguine Brothers mm, I don't think so I one think more point it. of that back healed up and a new day ahead of you what's the plan party you did get a lead from Tachar mm -hmm. you have quite literally beat a new lead out of him but it wasn't didn't tell you much just there was someone up on Hedge Hill that could be useful. Well, first thing we should probably do is go get rid of the slightly bloody flail. Do you have a slightly bloody flail? Hey, that's my blood. Please. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> 
That one belongs to me, so I think we the foil is We can clean it up. I mean, yeah, that's literally press the digitation. You know that's what I want to clean up? That camp full of bandits outside of town. It's a nor'easter. Come on, guys. I've been wanting to do that for what a while. camp? Isn't there a bandit camp outside of town? No. Do you yes. have heard about Orvestic Car Manor, which someone had told you they would bet money that that was just a, it was an abandoned building that the bandits were probably hiding out in, but you say he needs to scout that. They just found a bunch of statues and left immediately because they were not in any way interested in... That they've heard you previous Medusa stories, and they're about as interested in Medusa as you are. I mean, we can go check out the Medusa, or we can... I would say we'd follow up on Taychar's lead. And them deal with the Medusa after that. Well, one of these is in the city, one of these is not. One's going to be a little quicker to resolve than the other. Especially if we're going up there to look for a single person. And you would... I mean, you've sent your scouts out there. It's its a place that you you know where our Vesticar Manor is. Uh, so you would also know... Let me double check real quick. It's a decent distance from town. Like, it's not in Yanmas. It is a nine miles outside of Yanmas. It's we're actually dedicating a, a day to that. Yeah, that's a, that's like a day trip. It's not like that's out right outside the walls and you can just pop in. It's like a, an estate a ways out of town, out in the fields of Avon. I also feel like we need some additional preparations before we go where there might be a Medusa hanging around. You just don't want to just walk into a Medusa hive and just I, be like, hey I, guys. I have a plan for myself. I thought we had a plan for everybody. Does it close your eyes and pray? Um, no, but there are goggles. There are, there are goggles. Uh, Hey, you would this would be something that's just like common knowledge enough for you guys and as adventurers at this point even if that I guess really hadn't been your upbringing uh, just from looking around in stores trying to buy new equipment even better weapons or anything not it's not like it's a Medusa specific thing but gaze attacks in general are not horribly uncommon for the adventuring sort uh, monster slayers more esoteric bounty hunters these are kind of a thing that exist and commonly to be dealt with and it turns out the secret to gaze attacks is just not being able to see them very well so they sell what are just essentially almost blacked out goggles that really dramatically impair your vision to the point where like you will have a mischance against everything but it's only 20 instead of 50% to give you also we have Dara a great amount of Dara who doesn't care. <laughs> Dignity's barb, it aims for you. Uh, but it, it trade-off is it gives you a great amount of resistance to gaze attacks because you you pretty much have to really like stare. You gotta look, you gotta see their eyes. You gotta have that eye-to-eye -eye contact. And it's gotta be unhindered. You're very resistant to all sorts of gazes with those goggles on. What do you think there, Enori? Might have to give a couple pairs of those. They're also super cheap because it's not magic. They're literally just basically sunglasses. super dark sunglasses. Yeah, it's, like, it's not. <laughs> so they're not I'd magical. Up, I will take a pair of sunglasses. Absolutely. Well, it's it's like sunglasses except if you wore them anytime except the middle of the day, you're blind. Yeah, they they are only ten gold a pair. I mean, so they like are super heavy skiing goggles. Yeah, they yeah. are like treated lenses. 
to be able to inhibit these kind of effects. It's not like they just painted black on them. So they are a little, a little money. But you're always treated as averting your gaze, which means you always have a 50-50 chance to just ignore the gaze on your turn. And even if you don't ignore the gaze, you get a plus eight bonus on saving throws against whatever the gaze may be. But you have a 20% miss chance against everything and minus four on your perception. And what are they called? They're, called, they're just called smoke, smoke goggles. goggles. Smoke goggles. Yeah. Smoke. Again, really easy to obtain seeing as they're non-magical. Yeah. I'll have to get some of those on the way out. Probably so, everybody since they're so affordable. Yeah, they're really... I mean, Baylor's got his own plan, but the other four of you, I imagine, are probably going to spend four platinum for I a could pair also of smoke wear goggles. the goggles. He could do both. What is your plan, okay, no, let's, no, let's. For the I acquired a certain scroll at the Mysterium in my time in and out. Ah, saving for the excitement of combat to, to reveal your, your your secrets. Can't, I, thought, can't. I thought he said it last week, or did you just tell me, and that's why I know. Uh, he I mean, definitely. It, it happened. Yeah, was, it happened yeah. in the. Thing. Like it was, it was, location. Yeah, it was in the last episode, but, but none of you were there. Like that's, that's, that's yeah, that's that's why we're having an in-character conversation about that now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, for little over an hour, I can keep my eyes completely closed and still fight fairly effectively. Well, that sounds fancy. Let's see that in action. Sounds interesting. So, are we planning on picking up some goggles and taking a day trip to Orvestikar, or are we planning on checking out Hedge Hill? Because I've heard two plans here from the party. If we're gonna devote a day to it, then, I mean, let's just go ahead and do it. But we got this tip last night. I feel like we should seek it out immediately because the potential Medusa is not going anywhere. I would say go to hit and chill however much time that takes. We'll have the rest of the day to make any other preparations yeah, for like going out tomorrow. 15 minute walk to edge also. I mean, it's literally right here. You could well, but we don't know how both. long we're going to be there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if it's quick, you could potentially just go to a rest car afterward. So we got yeah, that two too. that want to go to edge hill. I know Inori and Dara both want to go to our best car. Uh, uh, I have no I, strong opinion. No strong opinion. I can't. Well, what are you on, Dukina? Uh, I would say follow up on the Hedge Hill before uh, we possibly lose that lead. Nori really wants to go kill Bandit It's super bad. But one day, the dream. One day, we'll do Bandit things. Uh, possibly still today, but not going to be the first thing we head after. So, after waking up in the morning, Spending your hour for spell preparation, uh, readying yourselves, having this conversation. You want to head out first thing in the morning to Hedgehill? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. So, it's not difficult to find. Yanmis is, I mean, it's not a small city by any means, but there's kind of two hills. One of them has the Commerce Hall in it, and it is much smaller. One of them has a, a, an almost entirely wild and untamed forest on its southern end and is much, much larger. That, uh, 
you would know just from spending any amount of time in Yanmas is what's known as Hedge Hill. Now it's a pretty big area, really. It's it's actually almost a thousand feet across. Uh, it's mostly parks around the outsides. It's it's something that's been turned uh, a manicure down near the edges to be usable and accessible, just open, natural spaces, and Yanmas is usually fairly crowded streets. But as you go up the hill, it's just primeval forest. <laughs> Absolute just forest. But again, even the forest, it takes up a fairly large area and is pretty thick and dense with few, if any, small trails heading through the area. Where are you heading and what are you? what is your plan? Because he didn't really give any more direction besides Hedge Hill. I mean, I would be all for coming up to the very top of the hill where it's barren. And uh, moving in from there. Maybe uh, moving into the forest. Yep. Uh, the top of the hill is still not like a manicured. It's still tall grasses, prickly shrubs, and just a, a lot of weeds. It's left very intentionally natural to, again, just be that one respite in the center of the city that has not been totally claimed by the commerce of Yanmas. But you can head up there, and it is a relatively soft rolling hill. So if you make your way up to the top, you'd get there probably 50, 20 minutes or so in a, a short, fairly simple hike away from when you left your home. You'd be able to see around the hill and to the outsides, to the northernmost area of the forest as it's on the south end of the hill itself. So then what? Go into the forest. I'm just going to take a look around. That sounds like a good idea. Perception checks are things we could possibly make. So that's a pretty good one. 19 on the die, 31 from Kahina there. As you look around from up here, it's almost kind of odd seeing how it just gives way to these uh, natural tall grasses and shrubs and then looking down around all the edges, it's all just orderly, well-tended parks cut grass and carefully arranged flowers into just wilderness. There's really nothing evident out uh, that you can look around here from the top of this hill. Nothing that stands out that you can see. If anything was hidden up here, anything Tatar could possibly be directing you to, if he wasn't just throwing you off for no reason, it would have to be in the forested section. The rest of it's just simply too open. The question is where to begin and how to find them. Cough, cough, survival check. Cough, cough. So, this... It's this like the most be, explicit use of a survival check that's ever existed. This, uh... This W right here in... What? Okay. 19th all around. Dara! Hunting! <laughs> <laughs> with a 22 I, on survival as Nell's trying to ask questions Dara's like nah I trails here <laughs> military training we're going this way <laughs> <laughs> he quite quickly uh, starts heading towards the forest and start trying to look around over there and see well what it is you could possibly find 
Not many people go this way. Most people aren't really in Yanmas or have the don't really have the free time to be able to just wander around the parks and the forests all willy-nilly just because they want to. And if they're going to take some time off, they're going to spend it in well the parks. Not so much this just dense, almost forgotten forest. So the trails are almost entirely unused. Most of the tracks you can find are just from a lone citizen, possibly a pair, wandering in and out, and there's maybe one trail gets used, one or two trail, trails get used per day at all. But looking around the edge of the forest and the heads of some of these just barely paths, you find one that's relatively interesting. Now, the only one that stands out to you from the rest of them, or the 22 on survival, you can tell that someone had made their way in here, but made an effort to obscure that. They had uh, used something to cover any footprints or tracks they would have left on the trail on their way in, but didn't go far enough as to deal with the uh, tilted and broken branches they had to push through to make their way in. So you can still tell someone passed through here trying to be stealthy about it. And it looks like they came in one to two weeks ago. Didn't come back out this way, at least. This way. So. Welcome to the front of the party. Oh no! No! That, so like... I actually added a new a new thing to this that we can use, uh, which I think is going to be pretty generally useful, which is this little rectangle over here. So instead of me having to constantly ask like what order or anything or whatever, you can literally just put yourselves in this rectangle, uh, however it is you're proceeding. So at the moment you have Dara tracking, and if you want Dara to continue following the trails, he is by definition going to have to be in the front because he's the one that's finding where you're currently going. I next to now. Yeah, I can assist. Yeah, so arrange thyself however Do you I want assist? to be. Uh, I assisted. A 10! <laughs> 10 assists! That's exactly what you needed. Uh, 10 on your survival, you can give a plus to Dara, giving him a 24 making it a little easier to follow the track. And I'm just going to ape this. This is yet another thing. I've already stolen all the, the music from Pathfinder Kingmaker because the guys over <laughs> at Hellcat Games are awesome and just have open license for it for streaming and whatnot. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and also just steal their formation screen and put it on our thing because it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice and generally useful. So this good? This how we're proceeding? I'm good with it. So you make your way into the trees, into the trails here, and the sound of the city disappears pretty rapidly as you're both a good distance up above most of the business in Yanmas and then making your way into a fairly dense forest where the trees and bushes around you are doing a good job of screening out the sound. And as... You follow this trail. You Once you get 20, 30 feet in, whoever made it stopped making an effort to hide it. They just tried to obfuscate the, the head of the path and figured, I mean, there's no real point beyond that. I mean, if you pick that up, you're going to follow them regardless. So it becomes easier to follow the footsteps. 
Uh, what, what were you say? Great. I'll just move back a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, it, is it easy enough that I can follow it myself? Uh, it's not quite that easy. Oh. Well, let me but let it me, is a, let me give no. it a try. You did no, give it a try. Okay. And you got a ten. True. <laughs> it's yeah. not quite that easy, <laughs> but it is. It is much easier. So you don't have to proceed quite as slowly through all this as you try to figure out whatever this was or whoever made this path or where they were going. It's one pair of relatively heavy boots. And it's either heavy boots or they were just very much weighed down by something. Because the impressions are much deeper than would be typical for someone wearing boots that fairly Can small. Can we tell if it's uh, human footprints or perhaps... Uh, well, it's definitely a medium-sized humanoid. I mean, you can't tell if it's like, you can't tell if it's like human or elf or dwarf or whatever, really, because they're all generally it's, it's the same size. Boots. It's you could tell boots. if it was a hobbit. You could tell if it, yeah, you could tell if it was like a gnome or a halfling because it would be much smaller. Uh, it appears to be something of generally. Halfling wouldn't have shoes. Racist. Yeah, well, not <laughs> accurate. Chaotic evil. Not so. accurate. <laughs> Lawful evil, whatever. Anyway, it appears to be one, <laughs> one set of human-sized boots, not particularly large boots, but. Still, um, they were weighed down a bit by something. And as you continue along this path, Dara, your perception is 14 right now. Mm-hmm. You throw up a hand and stop the party. Just barely before they step on a tripwire strung behind two trees across the path. It appears the first attempt was to hide the path entirely and the second was to booby trap it. Fortunately, taking 10, you just you just barely see this trigger. <laughs> it's DC 24. Hmm. Following this little snap wire around where it's staked in the ground and up, you can see what uh, what's kind of hidden up in the branches and boughs of the thick trees above you is a log attached to a pair of ropes that is only being held up by the weight of this wire. And sticking out from the front of this log are several smaller sawed-off rods. And were you to break this, that would come down and slam into you very ungloriously. It would be a general purpose bad time. So I'm going to I'm going to go on ahead and have everyone move off and away from this obvious like pathing. Okay. And we're going to stand to the side and have Kahina smack the Why are we wire. Hold up, hold up. Why are we setting it off? If we're getting out of here quickly later, you don't want to accidentally run into this. We also don't want to tip the, whoever's up here off that his trap just went off. I feel like stealth might be in our favor. Yes, I'm going to be... You think we're sneaking through here? In armor? It's better than advertising. Hey, we're coming. (laughs) Now, this is a fairly alive area of forest here in the middle of town, and it's big enough that there is a decent amount of wildlife in here. You don't really hear the constant sounds of the city, but it's not like dead silence. Uh, The wind still whistles through the trees. 
Uh, Northern Avon is very, it's a very generally windy area and branches are creaking and waving and there's the sounds of birds nesting everywhere. It's not totally silent. It's not outside of possibility that you could stealth. And if you want to start sneaking, tell me and I'll get you guys some stealth rolls. Actually, you know what would be even better? No, you give me an idea. We do set the trap off, but we lay wait in an ambush and one of us sort of lays down like we got hit with this thing and whoever set this up might come and investigate bring them right to us. If they come and investigate at all, or in a timely manner, we may be waiting here forever. Well, I mean, after I mean, if half we hour wait or so, we move a while on. and they're not here, then they didn't hear it and they're not coming. Exactly. So then we know where we stand. Well, I mean, as much as I don't like the down. idea of this, I could let it hit me. No, real because if it's going to hurt and it's going to suck, but it's going to look like I got hit by it and I can just heal off whatever it does. Looking up at the log trap while you're discussing this, you notice something interesting. While the log has been fitted with a, a little array of smaller rods pointing forward that'll hit you, they're not sharpened into spikes or points anyway. In fact, the complete opposite. Uh, effort appears to have been put in to blunt them so that the trap won't be lethal. That's interesting. It'll still hurt and could absolutely kill somebody just through sheer weight, but they tried to make it less lethal. I wonder if this was meant more to be like less a trap for humans and more a trap for something like, say, bears or wild creatures. Well, I don't think bears quite live in this yeah, forest in the center of not town. not in the middle of the city. But, well, or a wild creature who's found its way in here. Yeah, this is Galarian, and there are all sorts of strange magical fauna see everything from book two that kind of goes where it pleases sometimes. Yes. We're not that far from the Verudan forest. It's a ways out to the west, but it's not inconceivable that magical creatures swan can make their way here. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Against night swans. Well, what do we want to do with this? We could pretend we got hit by it. We could take the hit, heal it off, and lay here and wait. Or we could just ignore it and keep going and try and be sneaky. I like oh, the no laying on the ground plan while we all hide. Yeah, I'm, I like Which that. one? The one where you, you don't take the hit. Yeah, you don't need to take the hit, my man. I all appreciate right. your enthusiasm. I'm going to lie on my back on the trail if someone would like to trigger it and Maybe we can see where I need to lie. I can trigger it from a distance. I have... Well, no. No, I'm not laying down before we trigger it. I'm saying trigger it. <laughs> trigger I'll lay it, down then he'll go lay down. He's not going to lay down. Just hope it doesn't <laughs> right. hit him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just you get bloodborne when the log swings back and breaks <laughs> yeah. off the ropes and just rolls across you anyway. <laughs> Ain't playing that game. I've Ain't seen bloodborne. Play, nope. <laughs> It could we could do it from even farther away, probably. Mm -hmm. I mean, ten so feet we're just away gonna, gonna we're just gonna, just gonna set it off with something. I could like mage hand it from like fifty feet away and just like yeah, you can do it from a decent distance. Yeah, you know where the tripwire is. Mage hand can absolutely yeah. break a tripwire. So you are you guys uh, stealthing? Right? Do, you, do you want to, to do you want to take Spend ten time. or do you want to try to 
stealth. Well, I, we haven't. I want to because this is a different cool. situation. This is a situation we don't get to roll either way for the reasons of a stealth check. <laughs> she rolls. I mean, you know what? Actually, I guess you guys can roll this one because you're not trying to go anywhere with it. So it doesn't really like the, the metagaming of knowing your stealth roll doesn't matter here. So yeah, go to roll stealth checks. Like, like we're all doing it regardless. Yeah, you're doing of it regardless. So roll your stealth checks. Normally, I don't let you roll your own stealth checks. I want to roll mine. It's, it's literally impossible to not metagame based on your stealth roll, but this is a great opportunity for you guys to just roll actually terrible. I'm not very yeah. stealthy. I'm, I'm going to roll terrible. I know. We got a 16 so from Dara, a 9 from Kahina, yeah. a 10 from Baylor, a 17 from Minori. I, out of raw, just for memes, I want Nell to roll one to see if he can hide better than the rest of the party in full plate. Because <laughs> well, he's going to be bluffing because he's laying on the ground. Yeah, but just... <laughs> So that that would be a, a fourteen. You, oh, it's a fourteen. Uh, it's not a fourteen. I don't know why you just don't use any of the numbers that are on your character sheet. You have minus two to start. Oh no, my dex went up by one. So it would. Why don't that. you just you use the numbers the on the character sheet? No, we I have will click for the number. It's okay. Oh, there's no. the hard one. And punished. <laughs> punished for his suffering. There's the it's negative like two. No, it doesn't. It was just. Uh, it's just funny. <laughs> Because I constantly ask you what things are, and you just make up a number rather than just looking at your characters. I, I forgot that my stealth went up, or my dex went up by one, because that was anyway, accurate before. These are a 16, a 10, a 17, a 9. You all do your best to conceal yourselves here in the bushes kind of quickly with this hastily made plan. And then Inori is going to cast a spell. And you are going to try to pop the tripwire from your current hiding place. You don't want to go anywhere. You want to just stay over here. So your hand flashes into existence. It breaks the tripwire. And as it does, the massive log comes swinging down from its place over the trail. One thing you hadn't noticed is uh, a series of holes drilled into the face of the log cause it to make a very loud and very obvious whistling sound. Ah, see. As it swings down, creaks, goes back and forth a couple times before coming to rest on the trail, where Nell hurriedly scampers out and lays down. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lay down. I'm gonna like jump backwards and land. You gotta make it <laughs> look gonna, like it. You gotta, you gotta sell it. You gotta launch yeah. yourself. Matter so of fact, you, you, I'm gonna roll you, a bluff to see how well. I so you stand in front of the log, jump backwards, and land on the ground on his back and just lay wherever it is. Oof himself. Gonna oof himself. You not, I mean, well, hopefully it'll be just needed himself. Yeah. <laughs> See, so you, with you, the... Nori's just shaking her head, looking at him, just jump on the ground like a crazy person. <laughs> just... <laughs> he jumps like the world's worst mind. Like, and that's oh, what no. ruins Kahina's <laughs> stealth because she starts she's laughing. She's laughing. <laughs> the guy's in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Nell throw himself comedically backwards onto the ground with an eight comedy. on his bluff. An absolutely yeah. terrible attempt to sell anything. A career in professional wrestling is not for you. <laughs> oh. But you wait. Minute passes. And then another. No signs of anyone coming to investigate this activated trap. Um, Can we perceive to see if someone's maybe on the outskirts, kind of taking in the, you know, looking at the situation before yeah, they come throw to me the a trap? Perception check, real quick. We can do that. All right. 
Uh, don't do a lot of these, so it's hiding from me. Eight is today's number, apparently. We just got a straight-up eight. eights here. Twenty-six. Uh, Twenty and a twenty-six from Kahina and Nori as they're kind of at the front here, peering through, while Dara and Baylor are a bit further back, obviously, being the ranged characters they are. You don't see any kind of movement at all. You don't hear anything. There is nothing to indicate anyone is approaching yet you wait another minute passes Nell starts to get kind of uncomfortable trying to all of you do crouch in the bushes here trying to remain as still as you can how long are you willing to wait for this I'm willing to go, go like uh, more than 10 minutes I think at this point I would roll over and start getting up just from how uncomfortable laying there in full plate is. And so so as, you're, as you're still waiting there for about three minutes, Nell rolls over and starts getting himself up and dusting off his plate. No. 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 And I'm just going to... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't... I don't see you doing that. <laughs> you... No. no! Can I slap him in the face with Mage Hand from his distance? <laughs> I, I I will allow you to use Mage Hand to slap your friend. Yes, this sounds like a perfect use of just Mage Hand. And you feel this kind of, it's almost just like a thrust of force on the back of your head. As you oh. hear a, a spell cast from the bushes back where your friends are hiding. I will look around and see why I'm being slapped by invisible things. So he just stands up. <laughs> Make a perception check. No. Because you. you Does he even see me over the. That's what I'm saying. Like, are you standing up or are you staying hidden? Because I mean, with, with, the 19, with the 19. With the 19. With the 19, you see all of them. Yes. They're not hidden very well. It's actually kind of embarrassing. But <laughs> you look back. They're not, they're not very hidden. Under the road. And no, he's sitting there <laughs> gesturing furiously. I'm just going to look at everyone and look back at the trap. And I'm going to say, yeah, I don't think this this is going to work. <laughs> I can hear you. I, I can it's clearly see all of you. I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I you can doing? clearly see all of you. Kahina is wearing rainbows. He's kind of wearing rainbows. That's you your stealth check. You didn't think of the change from your colorful shelling outfit. You don't you do this very often, so you're like oh, peacock colors. Oh, right. Like in the sleeves of many garments, a, a less And now I'm wearing green outfit. and brown. <laughs> blended in with the trees. So I mean... the party's terrible at stealth. What now? <laughs> I'm going to kill him. I guess we keep going. <laughs> I guess we just keep going. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. Uh... It was a good thought, Anori. <laughs> it's been like ten minutes. You it's been like three minutes. It's been like three or four minutes. It hasn't even been ten minutes. The thing was whistling when it came down. It's obviously a trigger to tip somebody off. How I'm sorry. Did I say something that bothers you, Kahina? <laughs> How do no. we even know that the person who set this trap is alive if it's been a couple weeks? I could have been laying there for an hour. What? 
<laughs> I have nothing. She's if, if we're going with Inori's plan, I would be laying there until Inori was satisfied. I don't know when that's going to be. What I say it is. Exactly. That could be an hour. I don't want to lay on the ground for an hour in full plate. I'm going to put you on the ground in an hour. Well. I'll start running. Um, <laughs> Baylor. He's running like a rhino through the woods. No, I said I'll start running. Thoughts, Baylor? It's standing around arguing isn't helping. Agreed. Oh, Dara, if you don't mind leading the way down the trail. Uh, I'm going to be like extra cautious now that I know it's booby trapped. Um. All right. That's fair. Uh, if you want to, you can proceed like really, really slowly, taking 20 on perception, but you're going to be moving at an actual snail's pace because that's, that's like you stop every step and inspect hey, every branch and everything. Mm. Or you can still yes, keep going kind of slowly taking time. You still got that wine spell, don't you? Ah, I do. For some reason, I carry around a water skin. That's... I don't remember this being on my character sheet, but I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember picking this up in the morning, but I have it, clearly. Nope. <laughs> I mean, for what it matters, you're carrying a water skin. I'm carrying a literal keg. And I mean, yeah, and that alcohol doesn't do what this alcohol does. But I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying this is like we're both carrying liquids. Guys, we are tracking somebody. What kind of trying to be this. Here. We're both you... carrying liquids. Look how much we have in common. Yeah. Exactly. What is happening right what, now? Look, what is wrong up, with you today? Do you not remember me using this before? Trust Baylor. I know what he's doing. Who cares about the wine? <laughs> it will make you smarter. I'm already free. And more observant. So, so are you going to cast the spell? You're going to cast Tears to Wine? Tears to Wine. You're going Everybody to, take uh, a swig of it. Enchant this water skin. I might need to. <laughs> the Valar has it turned into a magical alcohol, which will just make you better at things. The opposite of what alcohol normally does. This is nega alcohol. You for can actually minutes. better at things for a very long time, yes. So... You continue on your path down this uh, trail here, and that gives you what? Is it plus two to skill checks? Or? It's plus two. Plus two to intelligence and wisdom, wisdom skill checks. Okay, so plus two to perception, which means even if you're just proceeding mm -hmm. taking ten, you'll still have a 26 uh, checking the path, Dara, which is the best in the party. Uh, no one's got You're mm -hmm. a wisdom character, so well, you're a half-wisdom character, so I mean, no one can beat that. You continue along the trail here. And realistically, this this isn't even that far in. You're only 30 feet from the tree line, really. You've made it like one lot into this forest. And you continue down as the trail winds around some corners. And finally, it opens up into a small clearing. Uh, not, only maybe about 20 feet, 20 feet across. Nestled not very far into this copse at the top of Hedge Hill. And it's surrounded by several dense thickets of trees on either side, forming almost a, a wall of wood. It, it would be almost impossible to stumble into this place by accident without following this little trail, unless you were intentionally just trying to take the most obtuse path through the forest possible. Uh, piles of leafy branches have been placed up into the canopy atop the thickets, further obscuring 
and shading the area, uh, making the dense undergrowth above and around the clearing even more impenetrable. <laughs> Finding this, Dara immediately turns around and moves to the back of the party. <laughs> so, no, forward. And <laughs> makes his way back. Somebody doesn't want to be found. So it would seem. Well, let's go find him. Off we go. <sighs> so, Nell and Inori head out first, striding into this clearing. Now, everybody in this party has played several campaigns of Pathfinder and has learned the value of your, rather, the rule that you put a rank in perception literally every level and there are no exceptions. So the lowest perception modifier in the entire party is 11, right? <laughs> so even taking 10, you're at minimums of 21 across the group of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. All got tears to wine. I have played more than one Pathfinder. 23, 23 because of tears to wine, right. So as... You make your way into this clearing. Nell and Inori would see at about the same time as Dara, because even though he's further back, he's got a little bit of a higher perception modifier than you. You'd all see it about the same time from about 15 feet away from the uh, back line wall of trees. A woman crouching in the thicket with a short bow drawn tracking you. Behind us, or wait, up, yeah, up, in up, front, up. Up ahead of you, in this, uh, on the other side of this clearing. And as you make your way into the clearing, you'd see her off at the at the tree line. Well, upon noticing this, upon noticing this individual, it's just a nori, myself, and Dara that sees it, right? Uh, yes, she appears to be wearing a chain shirt with a forest green cloak drawn over and around her shoulders, but you can see that it's bulked, uh, it's it's over a, a large round shield on her back as well, and that's about all you can make out from what you all can right. see of her. Well, currently, Just, I'm not, I don't have anything in my hands. Shield and sword and everything is all put away. I'm about going the rest to... Of you? Who has weapons out? Anybody going through this after the trap with weapons out? I'm going well, without weapons out, yes. Not I'm, me. I'm assuming that I'm using, like, my glaive is like machete. Yeah, just kind of pushing, like your way, pushing stuff out of your way. Dara's yeah. crossbow in his hands. Nell and Inori in the front do not have weapons drawn. I you gotta wave and say, I reckon you're here. You are who we're here to meet. And her response is going to be fairly brief as she looses an arrow. I'm going to spend one grit. And uh, try and shoot that arrow out of the air. Ooh, <laughs> what is this? Please. All right. All right. That is one of the abilities that Dignity's Barb has that has never come up before. Okay, so just shoot regular? let me pull us over here real quick <laughs> to this little copse. And uh, as the arrows fired, you would all see her uh, here tucked back in the corner. And as she fires the arrow, I'm going to make her attack roll. And then you make an attack roll. And you can use this ability once per day. And if you beat her attack roll, Ooh. you fire your crossbow. 
and you shoot her arrow out of the air. You are ready. You react so quickly. She fires. You fire. Your bow hits her arrow. Your bow. And they just kind of splinter. <laughs> and you're not going to roll initiative because she's going to see you fire and then she is going to no, stand stop. up. She is going to stand up straight. Dang, Windows noises. She's, I keep hitting the thumb button actually because I'm, I'm not used to where my mouse is right now. She's going to stand up straight. Donna? You would recognize her, actually. This woman is another that you had served with in your time in the military. Uh, and she had, at the time, also been a lieutenant. But unlike Tachar, she was a much more kind of personable, friendly, but very strict sort of teacher. Uh, she, you would also know, is a member of the Talden Horse Cavalry, the missing regiment from Yonmas. But you would know Lieutenant Galindra Jonrek. And that's a really weird name, so let's go ahead and put it in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, I would... Dara! Why? Why are you here? What? Who are... All of you. I told she you still we has were her here bow, to meet you. And she knocked with her arrow and still has her bow drawn, but she doesn't fire again. She's just kind of back and forth between her Nori and Nell as they're the closest. Lieutenant Jonrick, it's interesting to see you here. Why are, I am just as confused to see you here as you are to see me. And she raises the bow to point it at Dara. Did Jaliasa send you? I'm not familiar with that name. You would be vaguely, as in that name would like ring a bell, but you wouldn't know off the top of your head who it is. So it's fair enough. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly remember. <laughs> she's looking at you like she's not sure. Another friend of yours, Dara? Lieutenant. Very good shot. They don't seem right friendly. Well, neither did Tachar. Anybody would be more friendly than Tachar. Well, Tachar is we here. are five armed people walking into a clearly place that does not want to be walked into. And she loosens the, uh, the bowstring. What are you doing? Who sent you? Oh. We came to follow lead. We are investigating much of this area. There seems to be quite a lot to miss. We are actually investigating the missing cavalry. I'm going to need a diplomacy check from you because she is, she is very on edge right now. Okay. And, uh, even though that is true. Well, that is a natural oh. one. So, I mean, oh. the good news is that's not actually an eight. It's a 10 because tears the wine. <laughs> but she is in no way believes you. And uh, she doesn't settle at all. Investigating. Like we're Vesticar. Why would I believe you? 
Vestacar? You don't... What? Go on ahead. What does, a vest... what does the manor have to do with anything? Is that where the cavalry went? And she narrows her eyes. What do you want? What... Exactly what Dara said! If you have any... Any... Goodwill left in you. Turn back and leave me. I can survive here. I will be fine. I will make my way out of the city in the next week or two. You do what? not have to do this. What? We don't want to hurt you. We're just trying to figure out what happened to the cavalry. Yeah, you're free to leave whenever you you're like. You're free to leave whenever you wish. Hey, why don't We're you not... make me a diplomacy check? One who has diplomacy. <laughs> hey, I also have diplomacy. Either yeah, but not you. at a plus 21. I'm so no. green without my greens. When most of my light is just this monitor, <laughs> I turn so green when I'm on the screen. You're not going to like him when he's angry. A false track. <laughs> and that's what the... Oh, that's a charisma-based skill, so I don't get any... Yeah, it's, it's int and wisdom, yeah. right? Yeah, it's not actually charisma. Yeah, it's the opposite of alcohol. It's int and, charisma, int and wisdom and not charisma. With a, with a 27, she looks... Uh, she keeps looking back across you some and lowers her bow further. I do not understand. Dara, then, why do you have not spoken with Commander Stobel? Do I know how that is? You have is? not, again, minor bell, but that's about it. Name sounds vaguely familiar. You have not been to Tallgrasses. Really, the thought. hell is Tallgrasses? And she, you are uh, concerning me. This is behavior I've, very unlike what I remember you. I feel like you have a long story to tell. She puts her, she kneels, uh, leans over and puts her bow down on the ground and rubs her face. And she looks like she's very tired. She looks like she has literally been in this clearing for weeks. I do not know how much you know, but there's a long story indeed. Well, we have drink. If you got time. And food? Our friend definitely carries a wide variety. Of I would gladly take anything but water and rations at this point, but <laughs> I I have little here to offer, but not, not with knowledge. And that's exactly what we're seeking, so I consider that more than a fair trade. I'm going to go on ahead and slide my pack off, walk over and put it down in the middle between us, and say there's... At least five different types of alcohol in there. You're welcome to whatever you like. And uh, she would lean down, laugh towards the pack, and uh, wave a hand and encant a quick word of magic. But you can... Uh, any of you would see an effect fade from her. Not when she's dismissing something that she had cast. Uh, not casting something else. <sighs> Thank you. I... <sighs> I... Such a wash of emotions I've been in the last minute. I had feared that someone had found me, and then a fellow soldier I would, was positive a commander had tracked me down, and now hearing that somehow you're here but have nothing to do with them. And now beer! <laughs> of all things! Oh. Oh. I... <sighs> who sent you? Why, why are you here? Dara, who are your friends? I, I, I'm very sorry. I'm, I think Galindra now will do. I was a lieutenant in the Talton Horse, but 
well, well met. I'm Kahina Abendego. And she looks like she's trying really hard not to cry for a second, like trying to just suppress emotion for a moment. It's well met, Kahina. And I am Nell Stalwart. And you all make your introductions, and again, I, I do not understand. Have you been sent here to replace the missing soldiers? Are you the new regiment? Dar, I thought you were retired. Well, I was. We were actually sent uh, on a on a mission to just aid Yanmas in general. And- <laughs> Yanmas is beyond hope. <sighs> We've fixed quite a bit of it already. Really? We've saved the enumerator from being assassinated. We stopped the nightmares that plagued the city. Um, uh, uh, assassinations? I bought when the plan was simply to attack caravans and, and cut off the trade. But we're attacking the Mercantile Council now. Uh, apparently a- so. Unfortunately, whoever chose to do it decided to try to do it directly in front of us, and that doesn't generally go well. Well, if you could overwhelm... I mean, they are not (laughs) trained assassins with soldiers. I'm not surprised. So the Talden horse has been attacking trade caravans? This is a long story, but I will tell you what I know. I have been for weeks. I apologize for my appearance and probably also for my smell. But I have been hiding from what is left of the Talton Horse. They have turned, I fear. Don't know why. I can't imagine any amount of coin would overcome the commander's morals. At least I had thought. I don't know why they've done it. I don't know what possibly... If it is some magic or nothing, I know powerful sorcery is at work here, to be sure. That's what got rid of the rest of us. I was the only survivor of Orvestikar, but... I... What do you know? Let me start there. Well, I can probably fill you in on the why. Mercandus. Who was Mercandus? An earl. A very, very awful man. Trying to bring Pytherius into power. Commander Stubble is a woman of morals. She would not be bribed. Maybe not bribed? Maybe blackmailed? She would not be blackmailed. I am am certain she would give her own life before something of this scale. Before attacking Taldens. Before donning these ridiculous disguises. Disguised as bandits? Kadirans. Kadirans. There are your bandits, Inori. Missing Talden Regiment are the bandits. Well, that's two birds with one stone. Avestakar, I take it you're the the lone survivor of the Medusa? I do not know what that is. There is a mage, a a wizard, a a spell-slinger of some sort up in that that manner. When Commander Stobel first gave the order 
obviously, we were split. Some of us more loyal to her, some of us more loyal to Taldor. Or at least to Yanmas. She claims that what she's doing is for Taldor. For the good of the very people we were supposed to be attacking. But we did not agree. She was understanding. She knew that not all of us would agree to such insanity. But those of us who didn't were sent on a patrol to the manor. And I was the only one who made it out. Some spellcaster in there has the magic to turn man to stone. And How many were with you? Dozens. One caster took out dozens of trained soldiers. And horses and... does it with a mere sight. If, if that is what you call such a wizard, then perhaps. I, again, I do not know. But if it were not for my steed blocking whatever the spell was and allowing me to get away, I would have been lost too. I was fortunate that I ride an elephant, not a horse. Uh, large enough to take the brunt of whatever his magic was. But they lost that too. Pains me to see you this way. This, if I knew we were to meet again, Dara, I would have imagined it would have been the drinks at the bar and not in the middle of a forest hiding from my former commander and her men, but well, clearly... Well, I'll pour you another drink and <laughs> promise we will get past it. I will do whatever I can to help you. We have the means to keep you safe, to get you out of the city, and to get you somewhere safe. No. They watch all of the roads. I will not make it out of the city, not now, not until things have settled. I have no mount, so I... My mount is gone, and on an untrained horse, an unfamiliar one, I will not be able to outrun them. I... I... They have nearly the full force of the Tolden Horse Division still at their disposal. They have the other element. All of all of their steeds are lions. Where were they? If they sent you to... If they sent you all to a Vestacar, where are they stationed? Because they are effectively, according to the Mercantile Council and Yonmas, missing. No one knows where they are. They couldn't stay in their barracks. Not with what they wanted to do. They needed an outpost further from town. There's a caravans right to the east. Near Casm uh, the Casmaronan border. Called Tallgrasses. They've relocated there. Those who are still loyal to Commander Stumble. The ones who weren't loyal all fell at the manor besides you. And she just nods. Well... Was this Stumble's order? Maybe... And did she send the ones that weren't fallen in line to this place? Think yes. that's what happened? It was a disposal, certainly. Mm. This was a trap. They were waiting for us. Well, that's horrible. We can do. This is what worries me. Have you spoken with the Lieutenant Tachar? I do not know Lieutenant Tachar. Then how did he know she was here? He knew something was here just like he knew something was in Sanguine Brothers. 
I don't know that he knew everything. There have been some who have found my trailhead uh, around a week back. It was why I decided to rig up the logs. I I tried to blunt them. I do not want anyone to be killed, but I cannot let the commander or her men find me. You, you understand? I do, and your testimony to what will, what has happened will be invaluable, which means you need to be protected. We but have what options. can we do? We are six men. They are dozens with arms and resources. They've been plundering caravans for nearly two weeks now. They will be loaded with supplies. They're, they're on the defense. They're wary. They are prepared. They'll not be lured out. Any routes to tall grasses will be watched, surely. Well, if you wish to hide here, we could bring you some provisions. Or, if you wish to come to the edge of the woods, we can cast an invisibility spell on you. We can take you to our house in Yanmas, and you can hide there until we deal with them. No, I will not be a burden. I will not be a target that brings them down on your head. I have the provisions to last oh. another few weeks here. I will wait this out. Well, we can give you some. I'm sure Nell has some extra food in the in his bags. We can leave with you. If you have rations that we'll keep, I mean, I will, I will gladly take some, but if I... I have three trail rations, and I can leave my uh, my keg. <laughs> I will very much appreciate the ale. But this... This is my burden. I will not make you carry it. Then our burden also, as we are supposed to fix this, and this is a serious problem. I care for my federal military. If it is getting hoodwinked by some magical spell that this is... Whatever has happened, it is... It is enough that Commander Stobel is committed to this cause to the extent that she will kill her own soldiers that they will not fall in line that she will attack her own talons that she would wear these Kadiran disguises to try to rile up the people of the city to fuel this racism for whatever ends I, I know her I don't know what she could possibly think is worth this it has to be magic he wouldn't be the first we've run into under the effect of a compulsion. True. Either way, though, needs to pay for it in some well, capacity. She has yeah. to be stopped, but if we could dispel the compulsion, if it is indeed a spell, if she was to come back to her right mind, she could order her soldiers to stop and be brought brought back and then afterwards this is the the sticking point I I fear they are well deserters now whatever has happened whatever this magic if if they surrender themselves they will be hung obviously maybe not they could be conscripted into a different army I happen to know somebody who would probably pardon them as we all do. I don't know if that power would reach here. Princess Eutropius? 
To pardon them? Princess Utropia. I thought Haldor was leaderless. But how much has happened in two weeks? <laughs> A lot. Not that much. Not honestly. that much, but... Pytherius and Princess Utropia both are trying to, like, claim to the crown. This... Okay, so this this was what I had known. Well, what is the plan? What will we do? You need to stay hidden and protected as wherever you feel safest. And we can um, we can bring supplies if need be by <laughs> invisible <laughs> invisible nail. Um, if we need to restock you while we take care of this, but we can leave you with things now and we can move towards the tall grasses, send some messages. Do you know Start. anything about the, the setup of this tall grass? Perhaps maybe a weak point we could explore? I have I have not personally been there. I just knew that was where they were moving when they sent us out. So you're the, assuming... The plan was us for us to... Uh, it is possible this is wrong. It, it could be part of the bait, perhaps. It could have been another trap, but... Mm. The plan we were set to investigate the manor was to retreat afterwards to Tallgrasses, and we were to use that as our supposedly new base of operations. Uh, this moving the whole of the Talden Horse to a new location is quite an undertaking. So they were putting on a serious show. If this was was false, they had been packing and sending supplies out there for a few days beforehand. But it's possible they'd moved somewhere else in the meantime. I suppose. It would or be a start. Well, what is your plan? You certainly cannot attack it head on. <laughs> uh, that's probably what you're going to do, honestly. Yeah, we're not the best at, uh, I don't know, the stealthy approach. It is. Knock on the front door. It is near half a regiment of trained soldiers. Yeah. It honestly doesn't really bother us. You ever seen a paraca? I do not know what that is. Exactly. Demons. We hunt not demons. Div. No div. Excuse You're gonna me. trigger Baylor. It's not actually a demon. Div. <laughs> well, there are probably three, four dozen soldiers okay. that were left that were not sent to Orvestikar. That fell in line with Commander Stobel. If they have... running out attacking caravans, could look for most of them to leave. Leadership would probably still be there. They'll have rotations, I imagine. They will They will not leave their base unguarded. From not what... unguarded, but less than all of them. Well, they have to keep these raids going. They're, they're fairly regular. I imagine at any given time... Maybe half of them are actually at the Caravanserai. Uh, Commander Stobble, of course, their leaders themselves do not participate in the raids. Some of the lesser officers lead the strikes, but the bulk of their forces are there. They have horses. They have the other elephants. They have lions. They have their dragons. They have... I'm sorry, dragons? Yes, our riding drakes. That's awesome. Well, you I, just I, made a Nori's day. Well, it, it's certainly not good news now, of course. 
it's not good news, but I've never actually seen one. I'm kind of interested. Well, it consider a zoo. This is not. Is she like this? Is she normally like this? Yes. So callous. It's very endearing, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they have a pair of dragons. Uh, drakes, technically, but they're, they're dragons. Still. They have big lizards, flap wings, they're dragons. If they're hitting caravans consistently, perhaps, I mean, here's a kind of a crazy idea. We lay bait, we become a caravan, they hit us, we stop them, and we use them to get inside this place as them. Not a, a terrible idea, I suppose, but then what is your plan? If, uh, I, I assume they have met no resistance. The Firewatch, bless their hearts, are no match to trained Talden military cavalry. This is the elite. The Talden horse was the, the peak, the cream of the crop. This is the primary cavalry school in Taldor. I doubt one of them has fallen in these raids, regardless of what defenses the, the uh, traders and travelers have seen fit to put up. If they start well, losing men, they will be alarmed. It's not about losing men. They're trained cavalry. Why? Why not lose all the horses? Lose all of their uh, mounts. All of them. This is the interesting part. I do not know what they have done for horses. I know that when this first came about, Commander Stobel had, uh, you know, the lighter robes, the turbans, the standard Kadirian disguises. But we have Talton horses. They are large, very muscular. They're not like the slim Kadiran horses they would use. I do not know if they are just hoping nobody knows the difference, or if they have acquired another set of steeds. I am certain they're not raiding caravans with elephants and dragons. Well, I mean, if we can successfully get into the, the camp, even one of us, uh, we could just poison the food and water supply of their mounts, and that takes care of half the problem right there. Whoa. I mean, let's pump the brakes on just... They're bandits. Right. We, we Wait a moment. This would only deal with the best half of their mounts. What about yeah. the ones that were still out? Well, I'm, I, We don't need You to would have to kill all, all of them, them to, to really cripple them, and besides, it's not difficult to acquire new horses. It's not difficult, but it does mean that they have to take the time and effort to do it, which gives us more time to deal with them. Well, in theory, all we really have to deal with is the commander. On best case scenario, everybody else I will just sort of fall in, fall in line. There's no reason to... They are following orders. That's what the, we are doing. The men I that like have... Inori's idea of disguise. The uh, men that have given themselves ourselves as to this cause. Catching raiders while they are out, disguising ourselves as them and riding back. The men that have given them to themselves, themselves to this cause have done it out of loyalty to Commander Stumble. I... I'm not sure how they will react if she is deposed. I still feel like there is something more to this. Uh, and if we can fix it with her, maybe it will solve all problems. I feel... Well, I do not know how you could do that. Well, they, we have they are people. traitors. They know they are Wizard traitors. People. They will not let anyone into the encampment I can imagine they're not going to be looking to bargain other than with whoever it is that, that this this mad, this mage who I am positive is controlling the commander but they may very well be staying at Tallgrasses as well now 
Do we know for, I mean, are you just speculating it's a mage or have you seen What one? else could it possibly be? A spell a powerful enough to petrify dozens of men and an elephant. I mean, I know you you know this person, but it's entirely possible. It's just, you know, a change of motive. Look, Commander Stobel would not do this. There is no cause that could possibly be greater than our calling to Taldor. She is committed. She, you think we promote anyone to the ranks of these military without thorough vetting demonstrations of character over decades? Her damn goat wouldn't consider doing this, much less her. I trust your judgment. I... If it's magic that's done this to her, magic can be undone. So I hope. And, but... and like I said, a pardon can be found. In theory. In theory. Well, if they've been but masquerading as bandits, who knows that they've done any of this? All we have to do is get them to stop doing it. This is, Nobody knows who they are. This is a good point. No, you're a genius. <laughs> Wait. Please don't tell them that. <laughs> uh, Nobody I'm, knows that what? the Talden Cavalry are the bandits. So, if we can stop this mage, this spellcaster, if we can get the commander's mind back in, in whatever way, nobody knows they're implicated. Exactly. Which is why I said they would need to get away from this horrible person that's doing this. But and I, don't I know honestly how going to believe do that Earl Mercondus had something to do with this. If he's not the caster himself, he has something to do with it. A Medusa can't use magic, can they? I, Any I creature intelligent know. can learn to use magic. Hmm. The, your, I don't your like mage that. friend. I would have preferred you had said right. no. As would I, but <laughs> the problem is we have no idea who this caster is. We do not know this where this magi lives, their name, what they even look like, if they're even human or a Medusa. snake. Medusa. Just, just, it's snake? a snake. It's a snake. How can a snake use magic? Not a snake. Whatever the thing is that you say, this this Dusa. We how do we find them? Well, we go hunting. Check our Vesticar. You, you will not survive our Vesticar. You no, are we don't five have to men. survive. We, we just have to confirm they're there. Wait, that's not how... <sighs> we don't have to go in. We just have to confirm that they are there. We don't have to go in and survive and do anything. We were we not can... even in the door when we were attacked. Granted, I am sure they were aware of when we were coming. They, they were already in ambush. But unless it has been moved, I assume you will you will see when you approach. My Talfoot is still outside the door, where she was turned to stone. Your uh, people did say something about an elephant, didn't they? A big stone-painted so, yes. elephant. They... Why would they paint it? They're going back and painting the statues that they made. To make art. Is this necessary? I mean, it leans credence to it being maybe a human versus the Medusa like we know, like we originally and she thought. She is like clearly like 
clenching the bridge of her nose, trying very hard to maintain her composure here. She is Kahina, the master of socially angry. unacceptable statement. I, I bequeath <laughs> the title to you, Kahina. It is now yours. Oh, a permanent I am no longer minus the social awkward one. All diplomacy when dealing with sensitive subjects. Oh my god. Inconceivably enraged. <laughs> Gurundi don't care. As she tries these, to these, compose these herself. Weepy tall Taldor uh, people. <laughs> we should go to the manor and see what we can find. Yes. This. The manor That's is. Good. Oh. The manor is. However many miles outside west of the city. Nice. Taldoresses is east. They are. Opposite directions. This mage would have had to travel straight through Yonmas to get there and would have been obvious on the roads, I imagine. He is probably still in Orvestigar. Go there and kill him. That we can do. And if you happen to be in need of some kind of rations or any assistance while still here in the forest... I am fine. Go kill this mage. Fair enough. You have your own mage. Do magic things. Magic things are not fun. Turn his skin to fire or whatever it is you do. Explode his very bones. We actually I do can not care. do that one. Explode his bones. Now that is a bit of a specialty of mine. I can make an ice sculpture for you. Let's go. Go to this man. I agree. Find this man. Kill him. Hopefully this will free the commander from whatever magic has taken her. Well, it looks like we have the rest of the day to prepare for this, then. Let's go do some shopping and preferably take the same way out. I don't want to run so, into another swinging log. With that, she... Oh, uh, before, before we go, I, I, I just had to ask, did you hear the, the, the trap trigger and you were prepared for us coming up i was i was just trying to we had a bet amongst us if there's that you could actually hear the trap when we triggered it is she slow i think so do you keep her out of oh. pity is she a pet i'm just gonna, uh, just gonna... I... is this one oh is this one of your children oh Okay, I better walk away. I like and lean over to Dara. <laughs> I like her. Well, maybe maybe me be more considerate next time. <laughs> so, with that, you head back out the way you came, make your way around the log hanging in the path. And I guess we're going with your Vesticar Manor plan is the direction that we're going with today's adventures. So go buy some goggles. Anti-Medusa technology activate. Buy some goggles. So yeah, we're going to head over to the the sunglasses store and we're going to (laughs) go buy some sunglasses. Get some Oakley's. Yeah, try to. uh, We don't need the real ones. No, we don't need the real ones. (laughs) Too expensive. We need Try to get a hold of some of these smoked jokes. goggles to deal we need some with Ray-Bans whatever this is. And hat fedoras and suits. We'll be on a mission from Gad. None of these things exist. No, none of them. So you, can, you can get a suit. A suit's a thing you can have. That one's okay. 
<laughs> but you spend a little time going around to some uh, supply companies. And again, these are not magical. They're just like alchemically treated goggles. It's not hard to get a hold of them. And you get how many pairs of smoked goggles? Five or four? Does Baylor need one? I'm taking some. So five pairs of smoke goggles. It's five platinum. They're literally one platinum coin apiece. They're they're pretty cheap. Comparatively. Comparatively. And are we ready? Are we ready for anybody the, uh... else? Got anything else you're in the market for while we're here? Buckets of blinding powder. Buckets. Buckets. Not entirely sure those come in buckets. Yeah, I don't think those get sold in the bucket quantity. I think those we get, get sold a in a pallet of black throwable <laughs> handful. But while we prepare ourselves for an expedition to deal with what's probably a Medusa, uh, Norvesticar Manor, who seems to have petrified about half of the elite Talden Horse cavalry that's gone missing, while the other half's not necessarily faring any better. As they're apparently also the Kadiran bandits. So hey, good news today, party. Two of your plot threads turned out to be one plot thread. So that's only one problem that needs solving instead of two problems. And you get to go fight bandits, shouldn't you? Then you get to go fight your bandits. You found the bandits. This is what you will. Everyone's See, getting what they wanted bandits. today. Everyone's getting what they wanted today. But first, let us take a quick break. Uh, it's been a. Anyway, we're all back. Break enchantment is a spell that exists and works on Medusa petrification, so I guess it's way less terrible than I thought it was. They're not as auto-killing as I had originally anticipated. They're Only just... Slightly. Yeah, they're just, like, regular killing. Does that mean we can go to What's-His-Name's art museum and just turn the dude that we sold back, in, back into a dude? We could... Actually, Break because it he'll be there. It's still a caster level check, and yeah, nobody it's not, can just catch it. Yeah, the downside is it can just not work. Because Stoneflesh, mm -hmm. but so can Stoneflesh, but when it not works, it kills you. Break enchantment just doesn't do anything, which is categorically better a better fail state than murdering mm -hmm. you instantly. Because you could try again at some point. Gross flesh jelly. Yeah, exactly. So, we want to go to our Vesticar Manor. We stop in town for a bit. Pick, some, pick up some uh, smoked goggles from an alchemist. Get a pair for everyone. Uh, now get some blinding powder. Question mark. Uh, no, I, I was joking. I was like, are you? I was gonna I say, are you gonna joking. throw this? <laughs> are you gonna throw this in your own eyes? Or are you <laughs> under the impression that blinding the Medusa makes it stop petrifying you because it doesn't? Can't well, see us. if it can't see you, it can't gaze you. This it, is exactly me it, and Nell. It can gaze you. Because it can still eyes you. It's not like <laughs> that it literally has to perceive you. It is a effect of its vision. Like, yeah. of its color For a Medusa vision, so. specifically, this doesn't work. But there's a lot of gaze attacks you can avoid by blinding something. Yeah, yourself. <laughs> if you blind yourself, you're completely immune to gaze attacks. Stop by the Church of Abadar. Have them cast blindness on us before we go. Yeah, exactly. And we'll come and just... back and get a remove blindness later. <laughs> <laughs> Baylor gets to go with the echolocation. We all just have ropes tied around yep. our waist to Baylor. <laughs> we just walk behind him. So, uh, how are you getting up to our Vesticar? It is nine miles out of town. 
horses. But we have horses. You do have your horses. That's what I was checking. We are taking our horses. Just taking the horses, unhitching them from the carriage and the, I guess, attached wheelhouse outside this mm -hmm. basically condo you're renting in Yanmas. And you're going to ride your horses out of town and a decent ways out to this long abandoned manor. And we're going to leave the horses a bit out so the horses don't all get turned to stone. <laughs> because that would be a huge pain. That'd be a big just pain in the ass trying to get back with all your horses turned into rocks. I don't so, want to lose another horse. It's going to take you a couple hours to ride out there. Uh, you get about five miles an hour riding on a light horse. And how far out are you stopping? Are you stopping like a mile out? Or are you stopping well close to like how what is the safe distance? Where are we leaving the horses? I feel like a mile out's good. I mean we're walking mean, like, a mile. A hat we could probably do like a quarter mile out. Well, you guys well, can't you guys can't hoof a mile on foot? Come on. What wait, what's the terrain like? Is it all just flat? I know would you need me it's to carry you old man or what? Even prefinks are out around Yanmas is, is mostly low rolling hills. It's actually very similar to the New Mexico we just showed up in. It's it's not as deserty, but it is rolling low plains. It's a shrub, sagebrush, tall grasses. Uh, it's literally called the Whistling Plains. There's not much for trees or large forests. Whatever's hiding. Other than kind of in small. I propose around. we get to the estate and go a couple hills back and leave them behind the hill where they can't be seen. Sounds good to me. I have one hill away. Whatever distance that ends up being exactly. We'll leave the horses one hill out. The point and is. Got my goggles on my forehead. Yes. Mm -hmm. You we are set up the horses and all that. I, I, I would be wearing mine out of Yanmas. Just like, wearing them all. You're going to be half blind for nine miles. Well, you are yeah. riding out at pretty much noon, so I mean, this is the optimal time to ride out with your alchemically blacked out I goggles. I feel like he would be staring at the sun with those on. Just Absolutely. <laughs> Just like, hey, it's not that bright out. I mean, you'd probably still be out. Ow. Is he trying to look up at the sun? Oh, I can get so close, but I can't look exactly at it. But <laughs> like when you're wearing sunglasses, you still don't look exactly at the sun. Make a fortitude save to see how long you can stare at the sun for. <laughs> you're oh. now blind. No, that's a D100. That's a four. I mean, if you want to roll a D100, I was trying to help you because you, like, you, you have yeah. 10 con. Your fortitude save sucks. You just have fight. I mean, you're a level 8 fighter. It's not that bad. Oof. 83. Long. You can stare, at, you the can stare at the sun time. for a while. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you just sit there squinting, tears running down, welling up the bottom of your goggles, kind of pooling a bit. <laughs> you have to kind of shake them out. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I can stare at the sun for like two minutes with these on. <laughs> Again, Anori's just on her horse next to Nell going like this. Oh. Shaking her head. Here, Anori, hand me yours. I want to see if I can double stack them and stare twice as long. No. You make it to Arvestikar Manor <laughs> after about two hours of uh, riding, tying your horses to uh, what uh, sturdy enough trees you can find and walking the last little way out towards Arvestikar. And you're going to get there right, uh, probably right after high noon. And uh, as we approach here, it looks... Well, about 
as you expected, more or less. Well, I don't want to get a, too close yet. Yeah, close. you're a decent distance. This is a decent. This is okay. like a like a hundred, two hundred feet out. Uh, but as you can see, uh, a stone, uh, largely stone with a reinforcing timbers manor, has almost completely collapsed. It's barely even a building at this point. So much as it is just rubble. Uh, the walls are mounds of stone that have crumbled down to about 15 feet high. And what were previously towers at the front two corners and the uh, back west corner of the tower are slightly larger piles of rubble. And the only portion of the manor that appears to still be structurally intact is the gateway facing south as you approach. Even from this distance, you can see what appears to be a life-sized statue of a rearing elephant near the overgrown trail about 20 feet out from the front of the manor. Uh, that's probably your elephant. Mm -hmm. well, I suppose let's head on down oh, there. Hold on a second. Mm -hmm. I, actually, they said they got attacked before they even got in the place. That's I mean, why my see where they got attacked. Bomb. You can see where the elephant is. Yeah, I, <laughs> there's I, a I, marker I, of where they got attacked. I'm putting can, my goggles on. Yeah. I yep. mage armoring myself off the wand and holding a scroll in my hand right now. I gonna... can literally make an uh, an illusion, walk around down there and see if we can draw these guys into attacking. If that's what we want to try to do, maybe trick them into giving their positions away, if there are more than one. Almost like a. I vote we go with the bluff approach. What? What's the bluff approach, Nell? We have two worshippers of Shaylin, one of which is a bard, and there is perceived artwork down there. Okay. So what's what's wrong with my not risking anybody to draw out the enemy fire? Oh, no, no, I, I like that idea, but the getting in part could potentially be that we don't have to fight after they've revealed themselves of course you think you're going to talk down Medusa they can talk they have feelings the one was in love with the man back in Marat and tell Bubo happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> so how I mean, are we approaching what plan are we going with I like, I like the illusion to bring out sneak attacks and then talking our way in figuring out what the situation is is my my plan when the kind soldiers showed up they were being sent into an ambush that's true we don't know that somebody's just sitting around waiting all day long here i don't know how much an illusion is going to draw anything out it could not hurt though yeah that's also a good point might be worth saving the spell. For the next time we run into Medusa? Or anything. Well, potentially can... for having to make one explode. Alright, kids. What are we doing? Okay. We going with the elision or are we going to the front door? I honestly, I think just going in the front door. Front door. After you. After you. Goggle are we going on, with uh, this, this arrangement we have right here? Oh, no. Um... I am... <laughs> I'm backing up now. I don't want to be up the front. Like, nope. Oh. This is uh, this has suddenly become spooky. 
So uh, Dara's going to take up the back. Inori is going to stand in front of Baylor, going to kind of flank. Obviously, Nell's in front uh, with the rest of the party about five, ten feet back, putting up a perimeter around the resident squishy wizard. And you head up towards the manor. Now, these piles of rubble are fairly intact, but you can see into the manor itself through the gaps and just low points as you approach. And as you get closer to the building, you can already start to see some of the statues inside. And you see color. Well, do we? Just, I mean, not really the smoked goggles on, I guess. You can just barely make out anything, really. Uh, in fact, why don't we make this slightly more interesting? And do this. And in fact, in fact, <laughs> with your smoked goggles on, I'd say at best you could see half that far. It's very uh, difficult to really make anything out at a great distance with these on. We have roll 20. We should take advantage of cool dynamic lighting things. Let's do that. Baylor, of course. How would... What do you think low light vision would apply to having goggles on? I honestly don't think so. I don't even think dark vision would because it's a physical obstruction. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be relatively difficult for you to really make anything out. Oh, I know what I could do. I could put this further and then put the dim on really early. There we go. That's what you guys are seeing. Yeah. You still got the range, but everything's kind of foggy. Might as well I play have, with that. I have CR out, and I yeah, I can't see, but I'm I'm telling him if you see something let me know, because I don't have really good eyesight right now. Maybe just tell me the direction. It can't hurt you with a gaze, I don't think. Quote, unquote, oh, well, think. The but... first convenient time that having a talking sword has come in handy for you. It, it might pay dividends front, right now, I'll my tell you if the big bad snake shows up. Be careful. Okay. Do say nothing to mess with. Will do. Okay, well... We're going to start gonna... towards the front yeah, door. So you begin to wake your, make your way in here. Uh, the elephant is, much as you would expect, complete with a caparison and a saddle, as it had been ridden here on a military expedition. And one fountain lays about ten feet out in front of the door, and the elephant's a little behind that. It's kind of weird the elephant's not on the map, but I guess because it's technically a creature, they didn't put it on the map. I could get an elephant token, probably. But it's yeah. it's it's down, like, here, probably. Just a little out in front. And... Miller, what's your knowledge local and nobility? It's more than five, right? Oh, yeah. So you just, just taking... My, yeah, my anyone, lowest knowledge is a twelve. Anyone with uh, at least five... And knowledge local or nobility, just glancing at the heraldry on the caparison, would identify it as the Talden Horse. It's their regimental heraldry. My nobility is 18. Yeah, mine's 14. <laughs> That's a DC 15 check, so you guys know these things. You would recognize incredibly common military insignias. 
Just like you'd recognize, what is it, the Caduceus, the hospital symbol? <laughs> Just like that's a thing that you would recognize, this is a thing that you would recognize. So, I'm going to turn back to the party. And, and the elephant is rearing back up on its hind legs, uh, standing almost all the way vertical. I'm going to ask everyone, should I just uh, knock on the front door? They're following you? Why? I'm going to start walking towards the front door. Why, as why you, do you always want to give our position away? As you approach the front door here, uh, even you, Nelmic run forward into things, would notice a fairly obvious tripwire strung across the front here. Um, and the rest of you would notice this from like 10 feet back. It's actually really not very hidden at all. Would and I notice it at a 17? Because these goggles give minus four to perception. Right, for so you would not notice a 17. So you'd absolutely just walk straight into this and just knell all over it. Never mind. You just <laughs> knell all over this. As I did. like, hey, wait, what? Oh. Like, hey, wait, hold on a second. And he steps on this tripwire. And it brings down a ton of the still standing walls around the doorway. A bunch of this rubble is just knocked loose and piles down onto Nell. And the good news is that Nell likes to run forward and do things, so he's the only one getting hit by this. The bad news is that the slew of collapsing rubble does 30 damage to you. It is a mountain of rocks that just pile down on top of you. Am I actually, like, stuck here? You are in just a pile a lot of rocks. Of... I mean, like, am I buried? Am I just hit by it's it? It's not like... enough to, like, completely bury you, but all this landing on you and you kind of stumbling from these massive chunks of stone hitting you and they're landing around you, you're probably up to your waist in rubble right now. Well. I'm going to go up there and try to help him get out of it. <laughs> Kahina, he might need a, a bop after uh -huh. that. You can see even his magical armor has taken pretty big hits from just the sheer weight of the massive stones that were loosed here. But the good news is brought the wall down. Yeah. <laughs> so I opened the door, guys. Now you can, I did it! <laughs> now you can see yeah, into the I, I'm just going to stay on alert while they're digging him out. And uh, as you look around, with, well. with Inori's help, you kind of haul Nell out of there uh, with a lot of dust in your lungs and a pretty bloodied face at this point from taking a couple rocks to the face. He I've looks got pretty a, I've got a helmet on. Do you? You have goggles on. You can't have your visor down. It's not big enough to go over these big, like, these are like bottles from Banjo-Kazooie goggles. These are like big yeah, but it tinted can't, lenses. Like, you can't really hit my face with rocks when I'm wearing like a, a full helmet and goggles. What would your reaction be when you heard the thing pop and rubble start falling down from above? You <laughs> can absolutely be hit in the face. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's a reflex save to see if I even look up before I get hit. No, you, you can't this is going to be healed in a second. It's irrelevant. Fair, but yeah. you are fairly injured. <laughs> Tell me Nell's first response would be to look up as this stuff starts falling on him. So, um, yeah, Kahina, with you taking that much damage there, is going to use some of her own magic to try to quickly heal you. Before and then I'm just gonna plant my feet for another minute. Anything in? Well, you're gonna plant your feet. Yeah. Right, what's the part of you? Are you gonna stand outside for a minute? No. Because he plants no. his feet down. Like. I mean, I can move slowly and still do it. I'm gonna go ahead and activate that scroll after all that noise happened. 
That <laughs> was quite a loud uh, as it shield. I'm almost I, holding CR yeah. like a torch at this point. Oh, you're doing echo location. You're doing the echo location. All right, uh, fair I can, enough. I can still move 30 feet and get so the healing you, each turn. You pull the magic out of this echo location scroll, and as the scroll burns away, you can close your eyes and still, through your ridiculously enhanced hearing, perceive the world around you perfectly fine. Up to approximately 30 feet. Exactly 40. 30, 40 feet. That's approximately 30 feet. I was right. Exactly 40 feet. <laughs> approximately 30 feet. Then I'm so, going to keep the goggles on, but be walking around with my eyes closed now. <laughs> so as you can see in here, the entry was once the most intact portion of the manor. And the two weathered cedar doors have now just kind of collapsed down in this pile of rubble. And right in front of it, there is also half-buried and now quite chipped and damaged a very lifelike statue of a human soldier standing with his arms extended and a welcoming smile on his face like he was greeting a friend. Oh, that's not good. What? Look at him. I can't see him. Which one? <laughs> the one that's... Here. Right in front of the door. It's yeah. It's there's actually one on the outside of the door. It's not on the map. It, he's like he's out here even. No, oh, here. I don't think that's a statue anymore. That is a very damaged yeah. statue. Like it would have chunks chipped and busted away from its face, but you yes. can still see what the expression was. But look at his expression. Whoever did this to them, they knew them. Oh man. This, Inside. This may not be a Medusa. This may very well be a wizard. Who they knew, who they Medusa trusted. can also disguise themselves. This is true. This is true as well. Within the tumbled walls of the manor, it seems like it's pretty much just one big open space, uh, approximately 50 feet square, choked with various stone and timber debris from the manor collapsing. There is a mostly ruined and collapsed roof, still kind of clinging up to the corners around the towers. So there's a little bit of shelter. And you can just make out up there in the distance the bottom of a staircase leading upwards. Can't possibly go that far. Among the debris, there's a, at least a dozen statues with a arranged in a really gruesome show of staged death. Uh, in the center of the courtyard, two of the statues here appear to have fallen in a duel. And there's a circle of frozen, distraught onlookers, all dressed in kind of improvised finery. They've, they've actually got like very nice dresses and suits and jackets put on over the statue. What? Underneath that, the statues have been half painted with their flesh and underclothes brought out in fairly bright, striking colors but a bright, almost brilliant red for bloodied wounds, proliferant over all of them. Do Medusas do this? Do they dress their victims? Do they paint them? They could. I mean, if they can talk to humans and fall in love, why not? Kahina, what is your knowledge, local or nobility? Do you have either of those? 
Because Two. as a bard, you would be more likely to understand what's happening here than anybody else. Okay. If you have either of those, roll one of them for me. Knowledge. Which one's better? Neither one. You said nobility or local? Yeah, nobility or local. Pick one and roll it. Uh, with a 19 in knowledge nobility, this is even weirder for you. Because you know what this is. This is a scene from a play oh. called The Broken House of Kriegmore, which is well known enough. Like, I'd say it's it's not like Romeo and Juliet or Hamlet well known, but like a lesser well known Shakespeare play. So it's fairly common knowledge if you've got a couple, like if you've got at least like a. It's a, a Twelfth Night versus a... Yeah, exactly. If you've got about okay. like a 10 in knowledge local or nobility, you probably would at least be familiar with it, but not necessarily recognize the scene. Well, if it's if it's gory and bloody, we're going to go with Othello. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with Othello. And, and this scene here is the climax of the play, which was supposed to be a wedding between two houses to settle a feud, which instead becomes a very gruesome murder. Oh, man. Someone's been watching Game of Thrones. This is the Red Wedding. Yeah. It's the Red Wedding. Oh, God. Spoilers, God. So wow, that's, saying... what, five years old? <laughs> five, <laughs> Hello? Five-year-old spoilers. I think oh. Although it's two words. There's plenty of weddings in Game of Thrones. Don't worry yeah. about which one's red. Accurate. <laughs> anyway. So you're saying these people were posed, like, to reenact a play and then frozen in stone? This kind of... Frozen and frozen. then rearranged. They can be rearranged after Frozen? Even from here in the front door, you can pretty clearly see from this closest statue in front of you, they've all been dressed with costumes over the top of military gear, which is frozen as part of the statue. All of them are wearing at least suits of studded leather armor, most of them chain mail or even half plate. But the costumes have been pulled over the top of them. It's... So but as far as the, what they're doing and the actions they're taking, like... Uh, Are there drag marks on the floor? Uh, make me a perception check. At a minus four. At a minus four because of the goggles. Oh, good plan. Okay. Uh, with a 15? It's hard to tell. This is all rubble and ruin everywhere. It's really difficult to tell if anything's been moved, dragged around. Nell's plan might not be as bad as I originally thought. <laughs> we could lure them out. We could probably talk to them. We have made a rather large mark, uh, noise and nothing. I'm has sure they'll be here. Okay, how do we get in? Do we want to go in through the front door? Yeah, I'm going in through the front. I mean, it's I just think piles I'm... of rubble now. I'm just kind of walking <laughs> over some I, rubble and crap. I have an idea. I have an idea. She has an idea. Yeah, okay. share with the class. Yeah, all right, we're going to, I'm going to start performing. I'm going to start performing the play. Oh my God. That'll draw so them out. you start to, this is, a way less stupid idea than I thought. Yeah, you, at first I'm I was going like, to start my bar. My, my initial reaction was like, "This could be dumb," because I didn't know where this was going to go. But I assumed it was going to be like something knelt here. 
But you're, you're, you're going to just start saying lines from the play. Yeah, you're going to start, I'm going but to it's going to perform. Yeah. Are you going to use rounds of bardic performance, or are you just going to start performing? Because you can perform yeah, without no, using gonna rounds of bardic use, performance. I'm going to buff the party by using rounds of bardic performance by orating the play. Cool. So I you'll mean, start... You that for two minutes, you're going to run out. You start to read or recite lines from the climax of the Broken House of Creedmoor here. What led up to this scene as you step over the threshold and into this ruined manor. And you read, uh, I'll say you spend like one round of performance doing a couple lines from one part of the plot, uh, from, from one character. And you wait a moment. And then you hear a voice from inside. I, uh, woman appears to be here. It sounds like it's coming from a little above you, but back near the, the back of the manor. And so the Union fallen as have our houses. What? Do you recognize this too? Of course. And a Every very good bard worth their salt knows, knows this play. Very slowly down the stairs with their hands in the air because she's not wearing smoke goggles and can see a lot better than you and can see there's a very armed party who I imagine pretty much all has their weapons out at this point. Um, I don't. Who does not have weapons out? Anybody? Like, did you put yours away, Kina? Or you still have glaive? I'm holding Ciaran yeah. like a torch at this moment. Yeah, yeah I imagine yeah, you're... Kina has it, but she's using it more like a walking Yeah, more like a, as a, as a, to rubble. embellish your, your performance there. So... She comes down with her, her hands up. Uh, hi. You're... Human? Yes? We yes. are. My dear, did you stage this? This is... This is wonderful. No, I, I, I just happened upon it, but... It, it is, isn't it? It's so... Lifelike. This has been... I've never seen sculptures of this caliber. It's just... It's strange. I don't... Understand... Okay. Such effort put into the carvings, but carved with wrong. Uh, and she reaches out to just kind of pull up at one of the uh, dress on a woman on the stairs next to her, is posed like she's falling down. To to put these costumes over them, it seems like it would be easier to have carved them, you know, in those places in the first place. But I suppose the statues could have just been picked up by the creator and repurposed as well as they could. It seems that way. Uh, but you know the play. Who do I have the honor of addressing, then? Oh, I... My name is Zaresvana. I'm... Well... Just kind of looks down for a second. Floating, admittedly. But this place has been abandoned for decades, I thought. Unless they left this here, but this looks so much newer than the mm. manor itself. Can I roll a sense motive on that? Uh, if yeah. She's the leader. We can roll me a sense motive. I gotta ever always roll we the all, bluff. I guess. Anyway, <laughs> everyone wants to go ahead and sense Arisvena's motive. Arisvena. Yeah, Such a weird name. Arisvena's motive. So with a twenty-nine is the is coming out of Kena with a twenty-nine, and she seems sincere. She's dressed relatively 
simply uh, with a pretty basic traveling outfit and just like a light vest and white pants. Uh, this, again, I told you guys when we met Volkus in the first place, I don't know why this campaign decided that they wanted to use just a generic token. I don't think we should have a generic token. I would rather have the token with a name on it, but there's just generic token. This isn't Volkus or someone disguised as Volkus. It's just they, used, they gave him the same token. They don't even have such a fancy mustache. I know. She has no and mustache, it's a girl. in fact. Yeah, she's <laughs> mustacheless. They don't even have a girl token. That's that's. It's literally just that. this one. It's this. It's what's well, it's roll twenties module. This isn't Paizo's thing, but it's oh. roll twenties module that they just roll twenty. Get on that. But this book specifically decided to use a random generic NPC token, but they still make name tokens for like half of them. They just give me name tokens. I'd rather this was just a token that said Arespina on it instead of a random person that's clearly not Arespina. But whatever, whatever. They do what they do. It's not mustache girl. It's regular girl. <laughs> well, uh, so, okay. I mean, I can understand why they are dressed the way they are. I mean, obviously. I'm going to step forward and look at this this one closely. Obviously. And, and look up at that one. Uh, she's still with her hands up, but kind of starting to feel a little more comfortable comes a bit closer and this one does not look like a soldier this one looks like it was a random traveler and it looks like it may have been here a lot longer than the rest of them have and uh Arasvina steps up and you would all notice that she does have a dagger at her hip a short bow on her back and the blue shimmer of mage armor cast right now and she's not hiding any of that she's just suspicious not really sure what's going on but she'd step up and uh it's it's so odd like for such care to be put into a scene like this whoever brought all these statues here seems to have found them in just like a bargain sale or something and repurposed them but they're so fantastically crafted so incredibly lifelike this tableau well. is mind-blowing for, for so many more reasons than just one For what it matters, we heard about, what were they, the soldiers talking back to the group mm. that came by here and we thought maybe they were holding up here. Obviously, if you're here, they're not, so. I haven't seen anybody, but I've only been here for maybe an hour at best. I got here not terribly long ago, but it... It appears that others had the same idea as me long ago. There's little of value here. I hope you don't think less of me. These, these are not ideal situations to be meeting, I understand, but this bed has been abandoned for decades. No one owns the place. The deed for the matter has been tied up in legal nodding for, well, since it fell into ruin. I mean, look at the state of the place. At this mm. point, it's not robbery. It's, like you said, looting. It's re repurposing. Uh, it's not going to be used. That's sad, though. I would like to have known who would have placed them here. I would have liked to have met them. Oh, and I she, think we know exactly who placed them here. She walks over to the uh, the pair that follow that were posed like they killed each other in a duel, and she turns over to us and says, "Really? Have you 
been here before. Did you do this? It's no. fantastic work. I just find it awfully convenient that you know exactly what this is, all displayed about as our, uh, our bard friend hand. came in here and started performing. It's the Broken House of Kriegmore. Do you even read? On occasion. Not a lot. I mean, she kind of does have a point. I've seen the play a dozen, a dozen and a half times. I've gone down to the coast to see the Bardic Colleges perform it down in Casimir. It was absolutely fantastic. It's... It's been... It's my favorite, really. It's... And just to wander into something like this here, it's... It's like Providence! Quite a coincidence. It Quite is! Quite It's amazing! Yeah. Well, as a looter, I do have to ask why you've <laughs> ignored the armors. The armors are part of the statue. Like, they're petrified. Oh, that, oh that's a petrifi I yeah, thought it, it petrifies just petrified the whole you. you. Yeah, no, no all your stuff that's on you is also part well, of the never statue. Never mind, I didn't The armor's that, not but... a thing you can take off the statue, <laughs> yeah. No, it is stone armor at this point. There is a, and looking okay. at yeah, you can't see anything that looks like anything. And just... our turns to Kahina. You, have you, have you seen the play? Have you read the, the manuscript, at least? I've performed it. You're a bard. That's, it's, he, she like yeah. puts her hands up. This is the most ridiculously lucky day of my life. I can't believe this. I, I come to hopefully find a few antiques, maybe paintings that have survived out here in a manner. Not only do I find this tableau, I find an actress. What part did you play? Or, you can give me some of these fictional names. <laughs> Make up a fictional name. Come on. Just go or you could say like, Ar you could just pull Arania. a role. Okay, yeah. Say the part you played, as in, like, yeah. why you were relevant. Yeah, you could, uh, yeah, or like, as in, oh. like, oh, I was that. Or you could literally also point oh. like, that just, I was that lady. Like, I, was a, I was the. You're like, oh, I was the mother of the bride, or. Yeah. No, I was the unfortunate. I was the. I The lead. Of course I played the lead. <laughs> <laughs> you were the. The lead, of course. The of course I played the lead. It's, it's so. I can't understand the mindset. Of whoever had put up this this beautiful array here. Like, clearly it's been done more recently. Is this some sort of insane pet project? But even the order about, they've gone about this. They've, yeah, of course, Fenricio and Marcus fallen in the duel. They've all these onlookers. They've the mother and father dead at the top of the stairs, but they don't even have the wedding couple or the officiants. The main roles. Uh, perhaps it would make sense, actually, it would make sense for them to seek out uh, perhaps they were better statues uh, instead of repurposing these weird soldiers. He just kind of steps around looking at these. Well, mayhaps we... they're out looking for more statues right now for their uh, for their reenactment art project. I wonder if this is some uh, new form of uh, street performance. Maybe they're going to odd to hide bring... like this. But bring, <sighs> but think about it. You bring somebody out from uh, some of the mercantile people out from Yonness. Yes. Make it into a real. It's like the street art. No, they yeah. have done that. What was his name? I, I'd heard about him back from Apara. That he had those uh, those like weirdly deep, those uh, thought provoking uh, Sankby. They called him. Hmm. Yes, I have seen his work up close. But this is this is such the scale. It's can I? This is this unlike is anything. What was your name? 
Kahina Abendego. Miss Abendego, can I ask a ridiculous failure of you? Of course. You played this part. This, I can't pass up this opportunity to just wander into all of this. Uh, come here, please. Kahina. She, she holds out her hands. I'm going to look at uh, 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 Anori. Just doing this. I'm going to look at Anori and I'm going to smile. And I'm going to start my bardic performance with several lines of the play. And uh, Arisvana, please. Do you know the part of the husband? I... Can we just recite the climax, please? I know this is crazy, and I don't know you, but this is... I cannot pass up this opportunity to run into this and then a performer such as yourself. But of course, my friend Nail here is also a performer, as you can see his colors <laughs> of Shellen as well. He would do well to be the officiant. This could be perfect. Look, I... Dang it. Yes, this'll do. Do you know the lines? You know the play? You're familiar, of course. It's it, it's the broken house of Kriegmar. Come, come over here, please. Stand. Right. If if Nell's heading over, Kahina and will he, go. She, She's she just at she Nell. just points back here. Go stand over there by the duelists. And uh, Miss Abendigo. I'm gonna get to about there. And she's just uh, she's just motions you to step over one more, to uh right next to her, and she's, she's just holding uh, her hands to you. And she kind of breathes in like, <clears throat> like she's coughing, clearing her throat a bit. And then starts to do a really like bad imitation of a deep guy's voice. And <laughs> my love, with this union, our troubles put aside. Our houses brought together in joyous harmony. Perfect. And then a flash, her skin burns away, revealing the face of Medusa. Of course Medusa, she is. As you're standing exactly where she wants you. Mm -hmm. And I need everybody to roll me some initiative. Yay for goggles. You do have the goggles. And you gotta let me pick as a table. There we go. You do have the goggles. They give you a 50% chance to ignore it, and then plus eight on the saving throw. And <laughs> surprise um, to Pikachu face. No way! She's the Medusa who could possibly predict this. I started my performance. Yeah, and you are already performing. So I'm gonna I'm say take like one round for the door and like one round off for the lead up. So take off two rounds of performance, but you're already performing for the vital event starts. <laughs> the good news is she took such a long time putting on a show for us. I got back to full health. That way you had your little feet planted just waiting. <laughs> yep. Uh, All right. As, as stuff was going, I was slowly giving myself. Uh, this is obviously I'm not a surprise round. <laughs> Everyone was fully aware where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> but Inori, what is your initiative modifier? Let me check. Uh, it's oh, my modifier. Oh, it says seven. Dex plus miscellaneous. Yeah, you're uh, at a plus seven. Yeah. Okay, if you are at a plus seven, you do win the tiebreaker here with Arasvena. But I need everybody to roll me a d100. And if you get 50 or lower, 
I need you to make me. What is it? A fortitude save for a Medusa? Fortitude. Case? Yeah. Yeah, I need you My to make me. My eyes are closed a... inside the goggles, like I said. Oh, not not Baylor. Okay, everybody but Baylor. Roll me a D100. If you get 50 or lower, I need you to roll me a fortitude save. Sorry, what was it again? Uh, it's just slash R space D100. <laughs> what a surprise. Medusa. Yeah. Oh, All right, so Inori is the only one who failed. So Inori, make me a fortitude save with a plus eight. Also got the yeah, standard plus 10. Of conquest. So it's a plus 10. The standard uh, conquest. Conquest is, is on yep. my glave. Yep. So yeah, with a, with a plus 10, because the standard of conquest is also a two. Right, that can is, I just, the standard of conquest I mean, is so good. Do I even... Can I just take 10? Because that would give you me a no. You cannot take 10. <laughs> <laughs> cannot take 10 on a saving throw. All right, so yeah. the, my bonus is how much again? It's uh, it's 10. a plus 10 total because you have 10. 8 from the goggles and 2 from the standard of conquest up on Kahina's Glaive. Because this is against the petrification. Why does it roll zero? It doesn't um, matter. You didn't roll a one. You're because fine. you put an extra. Plus you put in plus there. ten. Oh. Yeah, it's just, you're just supposed <laughs> to put ten. Okay, well. Uh, that's okay. So you, yeah, I mean, but with a with the rolling a nine and the modifier and assuming if you have a fortitude save bonus, you feel yeah, you start you feel it start to hit you, but through the goggles it does nothing. And you are also the first to react here, Anori. Very angry by that. <laughs> Swift action, ice and lightning coat Ciaran's blade. We're gonna do the uh, the Anori. Yeah, the Anori. Uh, she's angry, and uh, I can just do. No, no, this is an actual initiative, so I could do everything. This is right? a real. This is just a round. Yeah, this, this is a surprise round. This is a full round. There's no surprise round because we all know this is coming. So you can just start <laughs> fighting the uh, Medusa. All right. Well, from here, with. Oh boy, how would that work? Line of sight. I, if I tried to shoot it, my ice beam at her. Would she's I gonna be have cover, but she's also flat-footed because you beat her in initiative. True. So it's up to you. It's kind of a wash. But you've got a twenty percent miss chance. You also have a straight-up type percent miss chance. So, do you want to shoot the ice ray? Yeah. All I mean, it does come with two shots, so double it up. I guess. So you're gonna shoot. Two blasts of this ice cream. Roll me two D100s because you have your 20% concealment, first of all, because wearing the goggles just gives you a 20% mischance. Alright. D100. Uh, so with the 77, you're good on the first one. Give me the second one. And with the 78, you're good on the nice. second one. Very you are consistent. Exactly 1% better. <laughs> Very consistent. Better. Uh, so yeah, neither of them are blocked by your. The, your goggles, you're fine here. And Bang. now roll me your attack. Roll, okay. So you, the 29 will definitely hit her. And then roll me the second one. Just throws dice. I, I thought it would roll both of them, but apparently it just does one at a time. It doesn't want it, yeah, because you gotta do it twice, because it is two beams, it only does not one at a time. So just hit Bang. it again. Just dumping dice on the table. Yeah. And a 16 will not. So oh, you hit her with okay. one, and you miss her with one, and you do 15 ice damage. Did you? I had the plus twos, yeah. Hmm. 
I gotta change it. I don't know why it says fire, but and uh, yeah, go find in there where it says fire and change to ice. But I know it's ice damage. You're fine. I'm gonna move over to here. You're gonna move up in front of Baylor. Take position in front of the wizard, and as she drops and sees that nobody is a statue yet, especially Kahina, who she would really like to have a statue to have be a statue. <laughs> She is going to very angrily hiss. What is this? I thought you were a patron of the arts. And let me see. She's a weirdo. She can actually do a whole bunch of stuff. This started hey. kind of how I thought, but a little bit weirdly. You didn't expect us to talk to it. I actually didn't expect you to talk to it. I thought you were just going to literally start punching her in the face. I was positive you were just going to start hitting her immediately. Um, I was tempted. As was I, but that was a lot more fun. She is going to reach up towards your face. What is your CMD, Kahina? My CMD is. It's always hard 21. to find CMD and CMD. 21? All right, she provokes, but nobody's in range to capitalize. Oh, that's a natural 20. I'm in range to capitalize on a- You are not in range to capitalize, and also you're flat-footed. So, double oh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you have reach, right? You can't, like, five-foot your glaive. Do you have a thing that lets you half-half your glaive? Nope. No. Yeah, you're not in range, and you're flat-footed, so double no. Uh, so she reaches up, and before you can react, pulls the goggles off your head. Mm-hmm and then steps back uh, towards the eastern pile of rubble. Now you go. Pull them down or pull them off? She pulled them off. They're in her hand. Okay. She has them. She stole them. But it is your turn, though. Well, first thing I'm going to do is... <laughs> uh, is going to be to... Uh, turn away from her. So you're gonna avert entirely? That's the same as closing your eyes, isn't it? Yeah, because you, you can either, like, with gaze attacks, you can either try not to look at her and try to, like, look at her shadow or reflection or something, or you can just, like, close your eyes or look away entirely. The first one gives you a 50% chance to ignore it, and the second one makes you immune, but you're also blind. You have to, like, shut your eyes to be immune to it. So I have to shut my eyes, okay? Okay, so you... Close your and eyes immediately and turn Yeah, away. close my eyes and five foot step back and just keep my eyes closed and keep my performance going. And yeah. It's a good thing a performance. Is, is closing my out. eyes an action? Like, uh, no. no, it's not an action to close your eyes. No, <laughs> I mean, you can just do I that. No, I thought I'd ask. No, you just close okay. your eyes. Cool. It's, it's blinking an action. No. Wink at you. So, yeah, five foot step back, close my eyes. And, I mean, obviously she's in front of me, and that's fine. I have a cone attack, and I'll just spray it in front of me. So with um, your eyes shut, you're just going to spray some crap. Yeah, just I'm gonna just going to spray, spray some crap. With your I eyes closed, that. fling forward, cord of shards, I'm guessing? Yes, cord of shards. All right, you're just going to throw gonna forward. A... Recite another line from the play. Something a... very vitriol. <laughs> I just blast physical fragments of your voice forward. Um, 
Nell also might be a reflex save. She's literally blindly flinging this, so you're definitely also making this. Uh, so Nell fails. She also fails. So you both take two d six. Two d six. Oh, you gotta actually roll the damage. That doesn't roll the damage yeah. automatically. Uh, you both take eight damage. And she hisses and throws up a hand. Why? This is all I wanted! Can you just give me this? Dara. So Dara was not particularly amused by any of this. Uh, he's going to move five foot step forward. Uh, he already has his crossbow. He's had his crossbow trained on her the whole time. Yeah, he's just zero, zero trust. Yeah, zero. Not even um, play games. But he did notice that she had that slight shimmer to her that he remembers from Baylor. And so he's going to uh, use a grit and try and shoot around it. Okay. Um, and then he's also going to shoot extra hard. <laughs> To shoot extra shooty. I think it's a crossbow. You kind of pull the trigger and it happens. I don't think you really have it. You thrust the crossbow forward as you pull the trigger for a little bit extra force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do something like that to that effect. To have it take. Yes. All right. So are you shooting three times? That's great. Shooting three times. Rapid fire. Um, with a And how many are you gritting? Uh, just the first one. Okay, so the first one ignores armor, which was a 19, a 21, and a 23. The first one was the only one that needed it. Cool. That works All great. three of them land. Okay. Um, and then I will ro uh, roll. So yeah, just do your damage three times. Mm. Okay. So, first bolt hits her for 12. Second bolt hits her for 18. That's the max roll. Again. That's the damn. That's the Dara damn. Oh, jinx me. I'm so sorry. The last one hits her for 11. After taking these three hits, like, she's not armored or anything. Her only real protection is her mage armor. She's looking pretty blooded. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. That's 41 damage with three shots. Baylor. I don't think she'd float. Hey. Gonna move up almost to her. What? He's getting touchy. Going to start casting a spell. Black energy. Gonna flow from my hand gonna point forward and shoot it at her okay oh not entirely sure what it is we're doing but <laughs> it certainly sounds like a Baylor branded good time and you blast this oh. shoot it at her black energy it's a touch attack I assume yep uh, 18 will hit Nell's familiar with this one I believe do you learn enervation? Wow, dude, you are. <laughs> Where did you learn enervation? Wow, the bird song library. 
Yep. Ugh. All right. So she gets four, four negative, negative levels. <laughs> oh my god. Four negative levels. Boy. Now, question Does the NPC stat block have the buff thingy like the player stat block does? Probably sure not. doesn't. What's the negative level do? Five uh, HP and minus one to attack. It's it's five HP period, right? It's not a no, five, five per, per level. Five per well, yeah, five per level. I mean, not like it's yeah. not based on her hit dice or anything. Okay. No, no. So she's gonna go down. It's gonna be functionally twenty damage, and then she just says like a minus four on all her rolls. I think. Minus, minus four to pretty much everything, everything except AC. Okay, minus four on her attacks and damage and. Uh, CMB, any yeah, level dependent effects. Yep. Like she is just going to shrink back from this, clearly in great pain, even though the black ray doesn't immediately appear to do anything to her. But it, it's obvious she's she's having a bad time right now. Nell. The fastest. The four on the initiative table. I was just waiting my turn. I'm going to draw... My, I can't draw as part of a five foot. I have to you draw cannot. as part of movement. You have to drive as part of a movement. Yeah, like a move action. Yeah. So you got to make a move action to draw out your sword. Yeah. So I'll just move action, draw my sword, and we're gonna two handed swing it. Screw the shield. We're getting choppy up in here. You gonna cut this thing in the giblets? So. This should be correct. It's gonna roll two attacks, but oh well. Okay, so you're just—it's just the first one. It's just, just the, the twenty-seven, and you connect again. Just, just the Medusa with mage armor. She's, she's fairly quick. She's trying to dodge you, but you are an eighth-level fighter. It's not very hard to land blows on her for you right now. And you are going to hit her for 14. Oh, the energy drain buddies. You have one negative level. She has four negative levels. You're going to sit here and have a noodle fight. Uh, at this point, she is oh, starting. hold on. I'm holding. I didn't miss. What? Oh, right. Concealment. Oh, give me your concealment too, Baylor. Uh, oh, you, you guys. Echo location. Echo location again. Never mind. You have blind sight. Yeah, 87. You didn't miss I again. remind you. <laughs> Sorry, wizard. I implied you did something wrong ever. And Nori, you're up. She looks very. She is like almost hunched over, clutching the sword wound from uh, Nell's attack. It's time for all me. Very crippled. I don't know how this keeps happening. I One, had to set it up. Two, that, that's all. Three. Four. Exactly. Get to there as I charge in, seeing this beast has been wounded, and it's time for what I like to call overkill. <laughs> it's Empowered time to explode a Medusa. Spell strike. All right. So you lightning coursing through your sword as you empower it with all the energy you can muster. Bring it down on our Espina. And scream anime style too. Ah! And you scream anime go. style too. And with 32. a 32, you definitely hit her and discharge all that energy. Give me the damage. <laughs> Alright, here's the. Sh That's her last angry hiss. Do I get. um? Here's it. 
You get performance oh, damage to yes. your sword attack, not to the, any of the magic or anything. Okay, so you that's do get what the I was plus gonna... two because you do also hit her with the sword, and that part gets plus two oh. damage. Well, I, I guess you so gotta roll a d100 first. Oh, yeah, you've concealment d100. <laughs> You're wearing the goggles. <laughs> don't don't uh, wear the goggles, okay, boy. You're about to get cocked. Yeah, because you brought it up. No, nah, that's an 86. No one's rolled below like a 75 on these concealments. That comment. Yeah, no one is ah. messing. All right, give me all your damage, buddy. I'm gonna let you roll all these dice so you can feel good on your inside parts. It's you actually might not kill her. Like she has a decent amount of health. You probably kill her because negative levels. But well, and all the other things that happen to her, like three crossbow bolts. Did that not roll? Nothing is rolled yet. No. Roll. It's not rolling. Well, right. It's not voice activated, I don't think. No, it's not. I tried. It's not voice activated, guys. Do they get to push the button that rolls the die? 5d6. Empowered is 7d6. Yeah. It's technically it's 5d6 and 50% more. So it's just rolled the 5d6. Because I found out recently I've been doing empowered wrong. It's 50% more on the result, which is actually better because gotcha. you can't roll 7.5d6. Yeah, just roll 5d6. So There's 13. So it is 19. 19 and from Shocking Grasp. Not dead yet! And then the two, um, 2d6 from my energy on the sword that I empowered. Well, right? I didn't, yeah. Did you yeah, add the you two a... from the sword? He hasn't done the sword, sword damage yet. Calm down. Eight damage from the, uh, from the sword enhancements and the sword damage, which has the plus sword two. Sword damage. Bang. Is 11. So, 11, 19, 32. 32 total damage. What do you do? Inori <laughs> <laughs> okay. again. Sword at her side, sprinting in. Yes, anime scream. And just goes right for the throat. Chop her head off with a lightning shooting everywhere. The head shoots up in the air and just lands on the ground behind the body as she turns her back to it. And... Put the sword away. Hold me. Says the blast of lightning launches the Medusa's head off of her body, as she barely even has time to come to grips with how hilariously outmatched she is. Before Honori, like every fight, <laughs> gets the killing blow, and Arespana goes down. The last hit's where you get all the gold from. <laughs> I expected that fight to go longer than it did. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I also like this ending to the play much better. Yeah, it seems a bit more dramatic. Medusas mm. aren't that. Like, did you like how I turned tanky. my back on her when I went? I with did. You? Okay, you it was did, really. Right? I really tried to, to step it up for you a little bit right there. Mm. I enjoyed it. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't think that that was the ending the Medusa wanted, but I. No. I like but it. But I was right. She couldn't resist coming out. That's true. Well, she is now very dead. And she does have some things on her. As she has dropped her guys, she has not only the dagger at her hip and the longbow across her back and a quiver, there are a couple other things. Uh, most interestingly, she has a spell component pouch. So her not getting to take other turns is probably good. About that question, can Medusa's cast spells? Yes. 
Yes. She, oh, yeah. No. I, I'm, she was yeah. a Medusa Witch Five. You did not oh want her God. to do any more things than enragedly steal your goggles. She was a Medusa Witch goggles. One by the time I was done with her. She was a Medusa Witch One by the time you animated her. To be fair, so <laughs> she got animated back down to Medusa Witch One. She got demoted, but uh, she does bad things. But a quick casting of Detect Magic will reveal several things of interest. On her body she has uh enchanted her longbow it is magical Ooh. it is a plus one composite longbow okay here's the way most composite longbow it's a plus one composite longbow plus three because composite longbows have a strength rating she also at her hip has a fairly large about two foot long kind of bright brass rod with a couple jagged points coming up on the tip. And let me give you, she I believe has a bestiary entry that has her full art, which I'm gonna give you because her full art is really cool and also shows you the thing I'm trying to describe. Much easier. It is the thing that is in her offhand here. Does it do acid damage? No. It looks like lightning. That is an incredibly fancy spellcraft check, Baylor. Hey! Or Inori. <laughs> Not you uh, too, GM. Okay, or Inori. Okay, Inori, you also have spellcraft. You can roll spellcraft check if you want to. You want to roll first, Shenmue. Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, let me. Don't do make me start putting ranks into it. Don't you remember I... a time when you couldn't do these and you had to ask me to do them? My take 10 is a 28. Well, you might need to do it because I only got twenty. See, <laughs> so it's a twenty-two. I have no idea what this is. Here you go. Really? No idea what a twenty-two. Okay. Hands it over to Baylor. Oh my God. Oh, that's I mean, Kahina. That's Kahina, Kahina just cries in the corner. Kahina grabs out of your hands. You get the twenty-four. Yeah, I don't know what this is. And hands it to Baylor. <laughs> she is right. I, I do not know what this is. Baylor. If I take ten and do a twenty-eight, do I get it? No. Ooh, you gotta roll. Oh, that's kind of ooh, yeah. Roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it. I mean, can I take? Can I roll if I? I will let I you roll it. I will let All you right. roll it. I mean, I have an alternative plan if this doesn't work and give me. I yeah, identify. I know you have spells for this, so I like. I will let you roll it. You have identify. He always has identify. A twenty-seven. <sighs> Baylor doesn't know what it is. Wow, with our powers combined. Yeah, if you give We're me 15 clueless. minutes, I can figure it out. How many minutes? 15. It's 15 to Peppa. Oh, 15. I thought you said 50. I'm like, I ain't got all no. day, man. As but, uh, you... We actually do have all day. No, I will hurt you. I will... <laughs> As you all stand around her, uh, figuring out what you're going to do with this, you hear a small hiss from the pile of snakes that is her head as a little dark... Uh, black snake squiggles its way out of her head and towards no. the edge of the building. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Get, get it, away, get, it. get it away. Can I, can I put a bolt at it? Can I fire I'm, something at it? I mean, it's, gonna it's going it. to provoke. You can just smash it with your glaive. Okay. So yeah. You, Nell reaches down to catch the thing and absolutely not playing games with this snake. Kahina slams her glaive down on it. And just bisects the little thing. And then, for good measure, I just no no more of that. 
just walking over to the head and just start stabbing Ed. The head is already this... removed from the Medusa, but yeah, yeah you can yeah, hack yeah. a little sneaky bit. I'm just mutilating beating the crap out of their glaive. Just enraged. Cutting the snakes off. Yeah, I'm just none of enraged, that. Enraged, smashing with their glaive, trying to get all the snakes off of Arisvina's head. Anything else on the body? Going through the rest of her body, other than the spell component pouch, the only other thing she has is a very exquisitely well-kept, finely bound copy of the Broken House of Creedmoor. That she keeps on her person at all times. I actually do. So you can take that. You now you got a copy of the play. So if you give Baylor 15 minutes to uh, wiggle his spells around a little bit and change some things, the rest of you can take the opportunity to look around what little else there is here in Orvestikar. And this, hardly a mansion, it's just a single room. There is nearly nothing here, but at the top of the stairs and tucked away in the more intact of the mostly ruined towers around the corner where she had emerged from originally, there is a pair of sewing kits, a couple lines of various colors of cloth, some pieces and bits of cut cured leather, and a few pots of fairly brightly colored paint, about half of which are red. But unfortunately, literally nothing useful as far as the tall grass traders are concerned or who could be controlling this entire thing. Well, since the Medusa's taken care of, I mean, I wanted to bring this up. Is there, um, is there any way we can save that elephant for our friend back there? Maybe unpetrify it. Seemed pretty worked up when it was brought up. Believe me, I can um, <laughs> I can relate to an extent. Hate you just hear a voice. Uh, you hear a voice in your mind. Are you comparing me to an elephant, girl? No, I was just explaining that I understand loss, Ciaran. That's all I was trying to convey. Because her pet died. Is this a comparable situation? No, it's not at all. But I, I just, I feel mm -hmm. like we could do something here. Mm -hmm. How is this going to advance anything of value to us? We don't know this woman. What, are you playing superhero now? What do you learn from your dad? Deal with your problems. Well, we got plenty. Stay focused. Get the there job done. There you go. Right. You're right. And that's all telepathic in like an instant, basically. Yeah. And her, fa her face just kind of changes a little bit and she just sort of walks away. Stops talking about it. <laughs> Over a thousand gold for a small chance of it even working. I don't think there's anything we can do here. Just I, I, I assume I would know about you would know about Breaking Shaman, yes. I'm sure yeah. you're aware the spell Breaking Shaman exists. Uh, Wizard with a plus 14 knowledge, knowledge arcana. arcana. Yes, you know Breaking Shaman is a spell. 
So after, uh, are you prepping to identify right here? Or are you going to do it when you get back to the... I mean, if I can... Because they're taking some time to look around. It's like, it's a decent Yeah, while they're looking area. around, I may as well... Poke through the rubble and stuff anyway, trying to figure it out. And then after 15 minutes have passed, and you ready your identify magic, you cast the spell and try once again to identify this strange rod. I'm taking 10 and getting the 38. And if that doesn't work, it's just not working. You give up. <laughs> Taking 10. With a 38, even. You can figure out what it is. <laughs> I was going to say, man. This is an. This is a meta magic rod, actually. Just a fairly large and stylized one. And this one is an extend rod. Not lesser extend, the full regular extend rod. So it works on up to sixth, sixth level spells. Extended Sekiro, you say? That's what we need. More fire. <laughs> yeah, we didn't burn down an You could, building. though. You could extend it, Sirocco. could. And just annihilate so, an entire building. So while I've been looking around through the quote-unquote gallery of Medusa... I have come up with another fantastic idea. I, when we get back to town, am going to send a letter to Axelinus, the curator, and tell him that we have found a gallery of Medusa art. I think you've misunderstand Axelinus. Axelinus runs a small town little art gallery in Barat oh, County. Yeah. And he loved it, and he would love to come and look at this. You sold him a, a person that was petrified. Well, to be fair, he's not proposing selling him several more people. No, I'm, I'm not proposing selling it. it. I'm saying he would love to know this is here. And you lose three alignment. <laughs> I'm not trying to sell these. I'm trying to tell him. You lose three yes. alignments. <laughs> I just want to tell him that this is here. I, I'm not trying to sell these. Okay. I mean, yeah, you can do that. I mean, you're writing a letter. Like, this isn't a conversation. This is just something you're going to do. No, if that's, yes. I mean, if you didn't say it, then that's no fine. Do. Yeah, you can do that. No one here can He says, stop I you. have an idea, and he just walks away. <laughs> he didn't even say, I have an idea. He just had an idea. He's just like, huh. As you guys are heading back out to the horses with your spoils here, one plus one longbow, a pretty decent meta magic rod, and a nice book, a nice copy of some Shakespeare. It's actually not Shakespeare, obviously. It is, uh, there is there is the, an author in here. Ailson Kindler is the author of The Broken Kindler, House of Creedmoor. Galarian Shakespeare, got it. Galarian Shakespeare. Ailson Kindler. That's the name. I'm going to have to write that down on my notes so I can come up at a later occasion. That bow is definitely money, just that needs to be sold. It's not actually better than my current bow. It's also just kind of a plus one composite bow. Like, does anyone care more than having 2,000 gold to have a plus one composite bow as a sidearm? Me. Really? Except I already have a four, a composite uh, strength more. We give you plus one to your attack rolls. No, Master Card has that. No, it is literally the same thing for you. Yeah. So, anything else here? Are we getting on our horses and back into town? Make your arrows count as magic for the purpose of that is true. damage reduction. Counting as magic because it is magic. I would rather just plus one my bow. You know that's like more than a lot of from Salamis, right? Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, my bow with plus one 
The only thing I get from that bow is treated as magic. My you, bow would you get are, more. Okay, so mechanically, just, just out of character, what you want to do is spend 2,000 gold to do one more damage with your bow. Because using this no. bow is free, and selling this bow and for 2,000 and then spending 4,000 on a composite bow that has a one higher strength rating costs you effectively 2,000 gold for a net one extra damage. No. I don't want to spend any money at all on my bow. They're just helping you find a better bow at some point in the future. Yeah, because okay, the bow is enough. just there to I was be like, an option. I was like, all right, I think I'm going to for I, the, the sake of the party, draw the line and spending 2,000 gold to get one damage on the sidearm. I don't think you've ever fired. So, No, I fired it. It's that's You why shot I it don't... at the Swan Maiden. Yeah, but that's okay. it's just it's there. It came up one time. Anyway, yeah. are we heading back to town? <coughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Your horses are perfectly safe uh, behind a hill. 150 or so feet away. And you can easily enough untie them, saddle up, and then come back with The horses are Medusa's, oh no. Whatever bounty you have claimed from Orvestikar Manor. That all went well. That fight would go significantly worse if you were not wearing four pairs of smoky goggles and had a echolocation. Oh yeah, I want to make sure I collect my goggles. Oh yeah, out of her dead hand. I, I, I thought about the fact that you could knock the goggles off, which is why I was wearing them and also ca cast a spell. Yeah, because she was very mad and she is kind of insane. And her main thing was, I want this freaking woman to be the uh, to be the wife or the bride. Stand right here. Take off your stupid glasses and get petrified. Like, <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I was perfect bait. I was pretty good baiting. I was some serious baiting. And you guys thought my idea was dumb. No, it worked out really well. She's completely mm -hmm. insane. It almost went really bad. <laughs> it could have if we weren't. But you arrive problem. back in Yonmis uh, in about the mid-late afternoon. It's not that long of a ride, and you were out here for you were out here for maybe 20, 30 minutes, and two hours there, two hours back. It's probably only like 4 p.m. or so. It's it's later afternoon, but didn't even take an entire day. Look at how productive our day has been. We found out the soldiers are also the bandits. We know where they live and we killed the Buddhists in the manor. We've done so many things today. But what's the plan now? When we arrive back in Yonmis, you ride back into the city much as you'd left it with none of them really any the wiser than anything had even taken place. That there possibly was even a Medusa because everyone that knew about that's probably statues in the Broken House of Kriegmorg tableau. Or hiding in the woods on the top yet, of the hiding in the woods on a hill, trying not to get found and murdered. Is that a, a day well spent and time for rest, or is there anything else we want to accomplish with this afternoon? We could sell the bow. Yeah, go to the you shop. Got, you got time to flail, sell off some of the, the things bow. if you want. Yeah, you get yeah, the sixteen percent bonus from Baylor's dealio. So the you could Inori. Yeah, what's up, Baylor? actually a spell I'd like to copy out of your spell book. Oh! What? I do owe you one, so, uh, what, what, uh, which one are you looking at? Three strike. Oh. I do have it. I don't use it a lot myself, but... Yeah. <laughs> True strike innervate? My goodness. I that would be a pretty, pretty nice combination there. <laughs> True strike anything is a pretty He's good combination. He's this kind of wizard. It's time for True Strike Innervation. Boop! Bap! See ya. These more negative levels, idiots. Yeah, when we get back to, you know, I'll let you. Yeah, whatever you need to do. You are all actually completely in perfect shape. Arisvana did exactly zero things to you. Yeah. The only person who got hit has passive regeneration, so. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, you got you got hit by a pile of crap. Arrest, yeah, a house fell on you. Arrest for the damn Well, that's right. I could copy that one out of yours too for future use. We could trade books. Yeah, if if you think you can handle it. Well, maybe not right now, but I'll have it for when I when I actually learn how to do it. Explodes. See, I accidentally sets your spell book on fire. <laughs> hey, I've never set anything on so, fire. Well, it's been a while. If you guys do have the uh, the amount of magical writing ingredients, of course, you can spend the rest of the afternoon writing down whatever you want, really. You're perfectly fine there. Yeah, we do. That's no problem at all. And the rest of you can head into town, sell off this mace. Uh, Baylor, you do need to go with them if you want to get your benefit for the, the selling, because it is your persona thing. I, I mean, it, it's one hour to copy this spell. Okay, so you can definitely uh, do both today. Yeah. You head into town, so you guys get whatever 16% more than 4,000 gold is for selling a plus one composite longbow and a plus one flail. Just it. These are pretty common weapons. Pretty light enchantment. Decent market for those. Masterwork. Really not hard to get rid of them. What? You said the flail was masterwork. Oh, masterwork flail. My bad. Uh, so 2,000 gold plus whatever Master Excel sells for some irrelevant amount of money, I guess. Like, I don't know, 150 or something. It's really low. I mean, it's not irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. It's 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 money. You make back the money you spent today, I guess, that you get, gave to the peasant whose house you almost burnt down. So it's generally a, a wash. And you come I'm out actually, with the, the money for the we, uh, moment, which is good. When, when we get back, I'm going to go home and put in another day's work on the book, actually. You need eight hours. It is too late for that. I can't work till midnight? Are you not going in town at all? Yeah. No, I mean, if I'm just going home, there's no all more right. business for me to do today. All right. I'll give it to you. You can work on this through the uh, to midnight. Give me your roll. And I'll make some progress on his Playboy magazine. He's slightly energy drained, which makes him worse at drawing, but it's okay because it works out anyway. With the 29, you're more than uh, fine on making progress. And that wraps up what was really a super easy adventuring day. Mm -hmm. So the next morning, you all awaken. Perfectly well, fine. I, no horrible I think, diseases. I think Shenmue's going to have to roll if he wants to copy... That book, <laughs> that spell for me. Oh, going to make a spellcraft check. Is it too high? Is it is it too big for you? It might be too big. Well, I can't do level fours yet, but I I thought I could just have it for when it's I do. Still yeah, it's still a spellcraft Still a roll to try to copy it down. Miller doesn't need to make him because his spellcraft is so high he can't fail them. There yeah, are uh, spellcraft checks for copying spells. I'll try it. Why not? Go for it. Do good. Yeah, I'll, I'll assist you. The worst thing that could He'll possibly happen is you just look really dumb. So you get a plus two because Baylor's trying to help you study. Baylor's tutoring you. Plus two. 28. 28 will definitely do it, yeah. Yeah. So. Sweet. It's a 160 gold worth of material for that. Gonna have this for a rainy day way down the road. <laughs> and with that. And Taken care of. Both of you give your spell books back to the proper wizard. Sleep for the evening. Wake up in the morning again. Perfectly refreshed and fine. Spend your hour of your morning spell preparations and whatever morning rituals the party has for getting ready. Clean up. Get dressed and whatnot. Now what? We have a... It's not so much a lead as literally we know where they are. But... What is the plan? Do we want to go... We literally want to go kick down Tallgrass's door. Do we want to go bait some bandits? 
that's, do we want to do I'm... something else entirely? I like the baiting idea. Let's just go buy a small caravan. Should we not go talk to the um, council member that was first uh, interested in the the cavalry being missing? Maybe she will have many uh, some updates. It's a pretty good idea, actually. They were the ones that brought it up to us. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. That's that is in fact a good idea. You guys can head back up to the Mercantile Council and you can request audiences whenever you want. There's uh, there's no restrictions there. Uh, you could have done that anyway, and you could extra especially do it now that you have actually ended the Plague of Nightmares. Any of these people, they're, they're generally up there most of the time. Any of them would be more than happy to receive you. And it was Lady Rawls, who you had originally spoken with, who uh, her main concern was... The uh, the bandits and the, the missing horse cavalry. Can you put the token up and make me less green? Thank you. And <laughs> and if you head up to the Mercantile Council in the morning, Gregor Hamble will receive you and your request to meet with Lady Rawls and you will be escorted into her office after a few minutes where she awaits you. Uh, looking much as she did the day that you had met her originally. And she smiles. Please, make yourselves at home. Do you need any more information, or can I hope that you've had another breakthrough? Your success so far here in Yonmas, ending these dreams, has been inconceivable. The bravos, who seem to have mysteriously disappeared, haven't been able to get a hold of them in the last few days. I needed to reach out to... I'm so terrible with names. It doesn't matter. Mercondus? No, the, the, I wouldn't trouble the Earl with such things. I, I had a simple shipping request for the, the Dwarven woman. Uh, but they seem to have all but disappeared. I mean, we They've been here recently and haven't accomplished anything. But you! They've been here nearly a week, and already a den of demons has been slain in the midst of our own city. Anything I can do to assist you? We come... uh, Dara is probably the best to explain it. Yes, Sir Austin? Um... Like a deer in headlights. Am I the best to explain that, sir? Dara just told you, am I I doing Why am I doing this? We have... Dara has encountered some troubling information um, from a source, um, which we cannot divulge at the moment. Skeptical, I must admit, of this level of secrecy. What? It is. It is solely for protection of our source. They are currently involved. Okay, is this a... This I is suppose about you've earned perf- the benefit of the doubt. Do continue. We have uncovered some sad news that your missing Talden regiment are actually your Kadiran bandits. 
doesn't make any sense. Why would... Our source is under the impression that Stobles, their leader, is enchanted, is enchanted under a spell and has ordered... Please let me finish. Has ordered the Talden Regiment to do this because of some misguided reason that it will aid Taldor. Those that opposed this, which meaning that the people under her command are not enchanted, those that opposed this were sent to the manor. Arvestikar. Uh, Arvestikar Manor, which held a Medusa. And they were obliterated. We have gone to a Vestacar Manor and we have seen this for ourselves. And you can send anybody out there now. It is safe. The Medusa has been dealt with. But you can send any of your people out there to see a Talden elephant turn to stone. You can see Talden soldiers turn to stone. She sent those who would not follow these new orders to pose as bandits to be mercilessly slaughtered. I don't understand nearly any ne facet of this, really. The, the Stabels have been in command of the Talden Horse Regiment for a few decades now. Do you mentioned them. I, I assume you mean Commander Stobble, the yes. leader yes. of the regiment herself. Do you know if something has happened to her family, perhaps? But I've met with all of them. I, I, I don't expect that even their peril would cause her to turn against Taldor. And I exactly, which is why bewitching sounds like the most... Well, it, it's, it's certainly a stretch. I... I'm at a loss to think of any other possible explanation. Yeah, possible blackmail. But what amount of... Look, I, have you met any of the Stavl family? No, but I would imagine if your family is held hostage, many people will... They are all military. And all equally dedicated to Taldor and its people. They all know the risks of their service, and none of them would place themselves or each other above their duty. You can ask Sir Austin, who's a military man. He understands. This is much I more than... Under, I am not under the impression that she is doing this of her own free will. So then she's been somehow enchanted, perhaps. We believe what leads us to concern is that while she is enchanted, it is obvious that either the enchantment didn't take hold over the entire regiment, or the regiment is just so devoted to her that they will perform heinous acts even when they know it's wrong. That's what I don't understand. Admittedly, I'm, I'm my dealings with the military, and especially the Talden Horse, have been business. I produce arms and armor, and I am a supplier for them. But in that line of work, of course, I'm not regularly personally meeting with them but i have spoken with many of them and i've met with commander stubble and her brother multiple times 
I cannot imagine a world in which you would have to go do any less than fully controlling both of them. Unless and that, their brother's been taken out of the picture. Which we do not know. Um, we were not... We do not know the names of the stat of the people who were turned to stone, the statues that we found. If there is some someone who could go take stock, and maybe if there are people who know those faces. I will dispatch some of the Firewatch to Orvestikar Manor. We have for records, of course. We can see what we can match up. We think we know where they might be. We want to do some reconnaissance to see if we can find them All right. before flushing them out. How? So what? Let me understand. The situation here is that the Talden horse, for whatever reason, whatever has overcome or bewitched their leader, have defected, turned traitor, and are now posing for some reason as Kadir and bandits and raiding our trade routes. I... I cannot even begin to understand what the motivation for this could possibly be, but they are still together? Well, most of them? Hmm. Our source said it is still a good deal of the regiment are still there together. That it was a smaller portion of it that just could not, could not and would not do what was asked of them. You dealt with the demons and you ended this city's nightmares. And of course, for that, we all thank you. But I fear this one may be above even your heads. These are not just recruits or even linemen. The Talton Horse was the most elite unit of cavalry, the most elite corps that Taldor had at its disposal. That's why they're posted here at Yanmis, a, a relatively undefended city of great importance, in the center of the Avon Prefecture in the plains near the Kazmaran border, where they may be needed. I do not think you will be able to outwit them. There are only five of you. They are trained, drilled, and if, as it seems, they at least for the most part are aware of what they're doing, they'll be prepared. Possibly, or because we are so few, you'd be surprised how often we are taken for granted, and that works to our advantage. Perhaps. I, of course, will not stop you, and if this is a problem that you can root out and you can resolve whatever this enchantment is, it's fallen over Commander Stubble. You have solved nearly all of Yanmis's problems. That will put us back in good standing. We will... We can trade. We will have no more concerns with safety on the roads. Our economy will recover with haste, I imagine. This hurts us as much as it hurts our trading partners. And, and we believe that might be what somebody's aim was, was to hurt Yanmas economically. I just don't understand why. I... I... Both... Your benefactor, of course, uh, Princess Eutropia, as well as uh, the Commander-in-Chief, Lord Pytherius, have sent their delegates here to this city to try to win political sway. We're neutral. 
But who would commit such resources to simply trying to undermine Yanlis? Who could benefit from that? I'm hoping that when we find out who did this to her, we'll find your answer to that. That is our dearest hope that we can find the answer to this. But for now, even when you send the Firewatch out to Avestakar, it would be wise, much like with our with the enumerator to keep such things quiet. The city has ears. And if they are as ready as you say they are, words of this in the city could get back to them and foil our entire chance of getting any information. This corruption has run so deeply as to take the entirety of the Talden Horse. You can know well that I will not underestimate its reach. I will be grateful for any assistance you can give, but again, I fear this may be a misled effort on your behalf. Well, If you truly believe you are capable, we will welcome the help. But please do proceed with extreme caution. And now we wanted you to know in case something does happen and we do not make it back. You can make the city aware of what is happening at that point. And where are they heading in... out? We aren't exactly sure. We have slight coordinates towards the border, but that's that's about all we know. Which is why we wanted to do some reconnaissance first before actually. Stepping in. Very well. Proceed as you will. It is why you are here, after all. I only hope this finds success. We will report back to you um, as soon as we know anything. And we will let you know of any movements we plan to take. Of course. Can I roll a sense motive right quick to see if uh, she is sincere in her ability not to tell anyone what's going on? Does it... Does it matter? Because, I mean, you already told her. Well, I mean... I mean, you can roll it. I'm not not going to say you can't roll it. I'm not above intimidating a member of the Mercantile Council. So, if she isn't going to keep her mouth shut, so, I mean... I mean, you can you can roll a sense motive. You can definitely go for it. I'm not gonna say no. You can roll whatever you want. Uh, with a 19, roll hers. Uh, I mean, you don't feel like she has literally any reason to deceive you. Okay. And that she is a business professional that runs one of the biggest cities in Northern Taldor, and she understands discretion. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Don't need more condos finding out anything. Okay. <clears throat> so with her, uh, with Lady Rawls, uh, somewhat up to date, kind of understanding what's going on now. What is the plan exactly? Is the this reconnaissance to head out and just try to observe tall grasses? Or? Do we know when they attack these caravans? Do we? I mean, from the info we picked up, do they kill everybody, or do they take captives? that are in this caravan they are not usually 
I, I mean, they do, like, people have died in these attacks, but they're not, like, slaughtering everyone in the caravan. The only people who have died are generally guards that were hired or people who tried to fight them. Uh, the merchants are pretty much always okay. But we don't, do they leave them behind or do they take them into their fortress? They leave them there. They leave them behind. They just take their stuff. Oh, yeah. No, if we're doing this, we're going to have to kill everyone who comes along and put on their stuff. That, I, that's what I was trying to turn. We could get captured, but if they don't do that, then yeah, we gotta. No, they they them. kill whoever fights them, and then everyone else is left free to go. They're just they're just robbing them. I mean, they're robbers. They're here to steal their things. We set up the bait. They come. We take them out. We take their gear. We go back. And report in like we're one of them. They have a finite number of people. Yeah. Yes. It might be 48 people. It, but... I think I know where Nell's going with this. We just wait for every raid and we just kill them slightly over time. If we start hiding in random caravans or just going out in a false caravan, making it look nice with Kahina being the one out front where you can see the merchant and we just start killing off some of them till we until we get their numbers to a manageable number we could just go in and fight them. You don't think there will be alarmed after the first man is killed? Yeah, once or twice, they're going to start changing once their tactics. They can change their tactics, but if they're going to keep raiding, they have to expose themselves some. We can or whittle their numbers down. To make their uh, fortress more defensive. That's fine. The more defensive their fortress is, the less people are out raiding. I mean accurate but it also doesn't solve the problem does it i mean i'm not i'm the gm i'm not here i'm just like i don't really understand what you're going for i mean i kind of get what you're going for the less of them that there are the easier it is to fight them the more defensive there are the less of them are harassing the population the more the population can just go about its normal business if we draw this out too long though if we well we only need to do this for a few days if we don't think we can sneak in we can whittle their numbers down I feel like we should try and sneak in. Yeah, I kind of like the maybe getting in. I mean, we'll them. we'll know when we see it. When we get within eyesight of whatever fortress they have, we'll know if we can just sneak in or not. So we're not the most subtle. So what are we? I mean? Well, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, what what are we doing right now? Like, are you going to go look and try to from a distance try to scout? Tell yeah, as well. Or are you going to go mm-hmm. take a look at it, scout it out? All right, fair enough. So, with it being still fairly early in the morning, you are going to make your way out east to Tallgrasses. Before we leave, okay. why don't we just have our followers scout it for us? We'll get to be waiting a while, because Persona phases are, like, weekly. Yeah. No, we could handle the cult, let our followers scout for us, and then determine a plan based on what they find. If I'm going in and I'm going to risk my life and the lives of all of you guys, I'd like to see it for myself, to be honest. I also don't know what they would tell us that we could not find out from just scouting. I'm more concerned with them finding or noticing us and being able to... Wouldn't they notice our scouts? Yeah, but the scouts aren't us. No, he brings up a good point. If they're as trained as they are, they might have the ability to notice if they're being scouted. But if they can't see our... like, If it's not us scouting them, 
then when we try to infiltrate, they won't know our faces. But they'll still know that somebody was scouting them regardless. Well, yeah, they're bandits. Someone's eventually going to find where they're hiding. They're like soldier bandits. They're, they're soldier very bandits. Well they're very well-trained They're a little bit better than normal bandits. Currently, they, they are, are not, We're not looking at bandits. dumpster bandits. These are, these are pretty decent bandits. They are currently acting as bandits, though, which means that for all intents and purposes, to the people, they're bandits. Yeah, but we know better. So here's what I'm going to do. I only got like 15 minutes left. I'm going to be honest. I've been sitting here trying to help my stomach but start hurting less, and it's doing the opposite. Oh, no. And uh, it's also with 15 minutes left, I don't want to get started in a big combat operation. Because it sounds like either way, we're going to be going into something which is going to be fairly involved or could be fairly involved. I don't know why last week we ended up going like 45 minutes over fighting Tatar and the boys. <laughs> so uh, if it's cool with you guys. Yeah. I'd actually it's like to definitely this cool with me. Right That's here. good spot. Because I know Mr. Shaw's not feeling good. We have ever ended yeah, up. I know Mr. Yeah. Shaw's not feeling great either. I'm not. It's so, uh, problems too. I am.